3: like that? That's how I always reaffirm myself. Give me another one. Tony Bruno. See? Give me
2: another one. Tony Bruno.
3: Can you say it real fast now?
1: Tony Bruno.
3: Nice. Can you say it real slow now?
1: Tony
0: Bruno. Can you get deeper? Deeper? <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're a bad man.
2: You're a bad man.
0: Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno.
3: And now.
0: Oh, Tony Bruno.
3: Stop it! Here is Tony Bruno. Excuse me. Is my mic on?
1: Ah, uh, yeah.
3: Is that camera on me over there? To quote the great uh, R. Kelly on CBS this morning. Hello. It is Thursday already. Thirsty Thursday.
1: This week has just flown I by. know.
3: I'm thirsty anyway. we to walk everybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just did a sinus wash. Before the show, I probably should have done a little bit earlier. But I'm okay now. I'm feeling good. I knew you would. Looking good. Well, I don't know about that. But feeling good. Miss Robin is here. She's all springed up with her shirt on shirt.
1: Well, I don't know if this would be spring, though. Because even though it's a springy color, uh, I have a thermal on underneath
3: it. What's the matter with you? It's going to be 85 today.
1: Well, it's not 85 right now.
3: <sighs> it is showtime. It's Tony Bruno. Miss Robin here on a Thursday Thursday we got a great guest coming on today. I One know. of my favorite people You're of so all excited. time. I am. <laughs> I love catching up with friends who are still out there doing what they do. The great Hank Goldberg, Hammer and Hank. He's everywhere. He's a, he moved to Vegas. He left Miami and moved to Vegas for the dry heat yep. and the access to all the casinos, of course, because Vegas. I mean, good. hey. Although Miami's uh, pretty hard to leave, in the uh, Vegas gets too hot in the summer. We all know that. Right. But we'll talk to Hank in a couple of minutes. He works at ESPN still, where I worked with him back in the 90s. He's at uh, CBS Sports Line giving picks. Horse racing guru. He, the Kentucky Derby is coming up, so Hank will talk Derby. Of course, the favorite was scratched yesterday for a breathing problem. Yeah. I almost scratched myself today when I got up and had a hard time to breathe. But I, 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 I put myself in. Yeah, I went to the bathroom. I got up. I, I slapped some water on my face. I said, I'm not going to miss a playoff game here. This is a play. We're in the playoffs now.
1: You play hurt all the time. You're damn
3: right. Vegas insider, expert, Hank Goldberg's going to join us. we got basketball. we got hockey. We've got Dodger fans and Giant fans getting together. Normally, when you have a Giants and Dodgers fan mm-hmm. story, it's about a throwdown because those fans hate each other. And usually when the Dodgers play the Giants, it gets really ugly because right. they don't like yeah. each other Northern California, Southern California. Dodgers are playing great. The Giant fans, I guess, realize, why even bother to fight? The Giants are not that good this year. The Dodgers are obviously very, yeah. very, very good, but they played a game at up in San Francisco last night, and the Dodger fan there weren't there weren't any throwdowns, but there was a Dodger fan who had an active night, and we will play the tape and give you the latest on that from Kruk and Kipe. Yes, Dwayne Kuiper and Joe and uh, and uh, Mike Kruko, former Phillies pitcher, former Giant pitcher. They do the play-by-play on TV and NBC Sports out there in San Francisco. I like Francisco. those radio
1: shows where there's a duo and then you can make a fun, fun-sounding... fun Crook
3: and Kipe? Krook and Kipe. No, Krook. Crook.
1: not Crook. Kruk. Mike
3: Krooko is Krook. The best is hockey players, though. Everybody, every hockey player, like Jonesy. You know? Yeah. Jonesy and... Uh, oh, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Sharp. Jonesy and Sharpie will be on now on the NHL. <laughs> on See, NHL Network. now,
1: even though even though what they
3: call me, they'd have to call me Tony, which right, is already isn't as a Y on Brun, the end of it.
1: Brune, no, there's really no only the only time you, there was. I actually came up with the most fantastic radio show name. When you and Josh were going to be on WIP and they were still trying to figure everything out, mm-hmm. and They're I still
3: trying to figure everything yeah, out. By the way,
1: well, obviously <clears throat> they uh, they misrepresented what the show was going to end up being to you. Which what, is what, they, the major, what was the name? But the name that I'd come up with was TBNJ. and J. Oh, get it? PB and J, TB and J.
3: Isn't that like a, a, a disease of the gums? Isn't that when they have no, to fix TMJ. it? No, that's TMJ. Well, it's the same thing. No, TB and J.
1: Well, there was a pain in the something during that show, but uh, but are you saying it... that
3: wasn't it? Wasn't Josh? By the way, no, no, I don't no, I want no, you no. to think that that's no, uh, no, no, We're doing radio wars, so I leave that for crossing broad and the websites and the blogs. No,
1: Josh. Josh was. Everybody thinks Josh was the problem, and there might have been some issues, but they were not with him. It, it All right. Not a yeah. that. Let's anyway. get
3: down to the business. Kook and Cripe, not Cripe.
1: Danny, Danny Dow is now on Twitch.
3: Yeah. He's like, <sighs> okay, I'm
1: twitching now. By the way, Swedish Chef says maybe the horse needed a sinus wash.
3: Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. luckily they're going to be. We'll talk with Hank about right.
1: it. It's a, it's a little bit more complicated than that. And, and the favorite,
3: that's... Omaha Beach, last night. When uh, Luigi was on Funkin' Fantasy, that story broke live that the horse, the favorite. Omaha Beach had been scratched because yeah. of a respiratory, not a respiratory, an esophagus thing.
1: Correct. There uh, we as, had. A, in effect, it's like a twist almost. Right. In in the esophagus breathing tube, and it and, wasn't
3: the Abluta, uh, Ab, uh, uh, Abdullah Ablongata.
1: Abdullah Ablongata. No,
3: no, Abdullah Oblongata was a guy who was, I believe, <laughs> in with Bin Laden over there, who was wiped out. By the way, on this date, Osama Bin what's Laden was it? It's had the from Water boy. Yeah, no, medulla medula, medula medula oblongata.
1: Medulla. Medulla oblongata, yes.
3: Which is actually real. It's in the bl- in the brain, you know. That's part of the brain, I yes. believe. Isn't the medulla oblongata in the brain?
1: It's either that or it's the little tiny thing in the back of your throat that dangles. I
3: don't know. It's one of those things.
1: Let me look I'm at it. I'm not a
3: doctor, although I play one occasionally. If someone wants to play nurse, they're always invited to come over, as long as it's not a male nurse. Not that there's anything wrong with male nurses. One of my cousins is a male nurse.
1: Oh, no, no. You are correct. It, the medulla oblongata is the continuation of the spinal cord within the skull, forming the lowest part of the brainstem and containing control centers for the heart and lungs.
3: Let me give myself the first roaring round of applause today.
1: That is very even good.
3: when they even when they announced at the Omaha Beach what his condition was. Everybody was scrambling to figure out what it was. No, it wasn't the same thing that Joel Embiid had in Game Two of the NBA playoffs, I know. which resumed tonight here in Philly, by the way.
1: I was thinking of the uvula.
3: Yeah, the uvula is the thing that hangs yeah, in yeah, the, the back of the throat. dangly
1: thing on the back of your. Yeah, throat.
3: exactly. The uvula. Yes, but the medulla oblongata. Is it oblongatus or oblongata? Oblongata. And the reason Wasn't why... Wasn't that an old Iron uh, Butterfly song? An <laughs> <in, laughs> oblongata da <de> vida, baby? <laughs> <laughs> the, um, Come on, Robin, that was pretty good. That was pretty in good. In an oblongata The reason vida, why that particular baby. part of your
1: brainstem is so important, I mean, everything in your brainstem is important, but um, if you get that injured, then that's how you end up having to be on breathing apparatus exactly. like Christopher It's not um, a son of a yeah. of
3: course. But the oblongata... Uh, <laughs> Medulla Obligata is not what the Omaha Beach had. What was the name of the, uh, it was an obstructed, uh, I forget what the word is, but I knew right away it had to do with something with epi- the breathing.
1: Epil- bl- bl- no, no. Yeah, hold on.
3: It was nothing, epi- Epiglottis.
1: What, what was the, the horse's name again? Clod? Omaha
3: Beach. Omaha. Oh Omaha Beach. By the way, for those who don't know what Omaha Beach was, pick up a history yeah, book. Yeah, seriously. That's where the Nazis got their asses kicked. Okay. One of them. Well one of them. One of the main ones. One guys. of the main ones. But the Omaha Beach invasion is one of the all time epic beatdowns and we lose we lost so many great men on that raid that day.
1: Okay, so it is the he had a uh, uh blocked epiglottis.
3: Epiglottis, that's right.
1: And the uh the epiglottis is a triangular shaped cartilage that lies at the base of the airway just in front of the arytenoid cartilages. Which cover the airway during swallowing. Mm. So
3: not Eric Swallowell, uh, who was running for. Now, president. when a
1: horse when a horse is running really fast, they um, sweat heavily. <laughs> they also start foaming at the mouth, and so it is incredibly dangerous if that that uh, piece would not be able to open and close. Because of course. So the, then... And
3: the good news is yeah. that they can do surgery Correct. and they can repair it. Now, the question is, and we'll ask Hank. Will the horse be able to run again? And obviously, it's not its not life-threatening right now. They didn't want to take a chance running him in the Kentucky no, Derby. No, because
1: that, that's where it becomes really, really dangerous, exactly. where the horse is constantly trying to swallow, and then he would be it's like me, moisture in his lungs. I get it?
3: all kinds yeah. of you know, um, phlegm and stuff. By the way, the Swedish chef wants to know, which race is Omaha Steaks running this weekend? You'll see a guy come out. He'll have like that freezer in the back yes. of his truck, and he'll open it up and try to sell you some nice sirloins and some fillets. People still that's do that, the, right? Uh,
1: that's the glue factory race.
3: Yeah, no, no, the <laughs> Omaha steaks. Actually, they do the good product. They, Have you ever yeah. ordered
1: Omaha steaks? They are fantastic. It's
3: great. Yeah, but then ever... there's these people that, in the neighborhoods all over the country. It's not just a right. Philly thing. They'll drive up to your house. Yes. And then they open it. Oh, you got to see. I got nice chicken. I got some fillets Swan. in here. They're,
1: I don't know about That's
3: not Omaha steaks. No, Those are swans. just private co-
1: Swans. Frozen Foods, I believe. I don't know if they're here. They were here in Philadelphia. But I know that when um, I visited my ex-husband's family in Montana, Swans is huge in Montana. And people would get... I think Swans is not doing quite as well now that there's a Costco. Well,
3: I don't know. I mean, but these people still go around. Because, you know, especially when I lived in the suburbs, you'd see this pickup truck pull into your driveway. Mm -hmm. See, here in the city, there's there's no driveways. I mean, people just stop in front of your house and knock on your door. But they would always get you, because they'd drive in your driveway, Uh and then they'd ring your doorbell, and you're like, yes? He says, I want you to see something. And I remember it vividly. (laughs) Just come out here and see something. So I open the garage door, I go out, and he opens up a freezer on the back of his truck.
1: You'd be done for. You would be done And I would. I would all. Look at
3: the fillets here. And and they're they're all hermetically sealed. All you got to do is you want a fillet, slap it on just take it out, you cut off the freeze wrap.
1: This is a little insider info on Tony Bruno. There is nothing, and I tell you nothing, that makes him happier than going grocery shopping and then filling up the refrigerator and freezer. There, he is so happy. No, I like when fresh stuff. I don't want
3: to co- put steaks away for six. When no, I go and get the, a steak or a nice filet, I'm not sta- slapping him but, in the freezer anymore. Hey,
1: when the coffers are full, you are a happy camper. No doubt about it. You and, and when you're at the grocery store, like if he's in a bad mood, he gets to the grocery store, he's singing along to the Muzak, he's like... There's no
3: Muzak, it's only like 60s, 70s, and 80s jams, or John's as we like to call them here. Whatever's cranking in the shop right, I'm singing along. I, I almost go and buy a pack of cigarettes and roll them up in my sleep. You are so sleep. happy
1: at the grocery store. Uh, yeah, they, because they, there's happy
3: music. See, they're smart. They don't put depressing music in there. And it's, they don't put elevator music. Like when you go to the doctor and you go into one of these big buildings where your doctor's on the 18th floor and you got to go to a certain suite to find your doctor. Uh-huh. There's always that depressing elevator music. I want a little... Give me a little pep in my... I don't want to be depressed before I go into the doctor and he puts me under and rams a tube in my butt. Speaking of tubes and butts... We will have a Robert Kraft update today. Oh my goodness! Yes, there gracious. is more news on Robert Kraft, and my buddy AJ Perez, a great journalist, uh-huh. has some quotes from the police department, which I will read live on the air today.
1: Please tell me that tubes and butts. No, no, are not there's a, no!
3: I'm not going to give it away, Robin. I usually have to pay for this information, just like Robert Kraft had to do. <clears throat> but we'll have a we'll have a that would be in the butt Bob update. Not from the newlywed oh, game. Oh,
1: God. Remember even the more, newlywed game? <laughs> even more reason not to have those videos released. Nobody wants to watch that.
3: Now now that I'm seeing the, uh, no, the police report. No, no, I, I read a Mueller report. There's no, nothing really good in there, but the Bob Kraft Jupiter, Florida day spa tape apparently is something that oh. sooner or later... It may be sold on the black market. You may have to go on to Anonymous. You
1: know it's already been (laughs) sold. Somebody already has it. Vivid probably does. Who's going
3: to watch that? I want to watch it. I don't even want to watch it. It's like a
1: train wreck. You know as soon as they release it, somebody's going to watch it.
3: Nothing's more exciting than anticipating a 78-year-old guy in a massage parlor.
1: But it's going to be—it's—it's it's not going to be pleasurable. It's going to be one of those things you have to watch it because it's gross. It's like Doctor
3: Pimple Popper. People, I know, I can't it. watch. Yeah, if I'm flipping through and I and that <laughs> accidentally stops on that channel for one second, I get up and scream like a banshee. I don't—I can't even get to the remote fast <laughs> enough to change it again. I go into convulsions when I see somebody's face being squeezed open. Oh. I don't get how people watch that stuff on television.
1: That's—that's that's why people will watch the Robert Kraft video.
3: Well, that's different. <laughs> Oh, I don't even like the prostate exam once a year, except I had a female doctor just do it to me a couple of weeks ago, and I didn't even like it.
1: Well, we- beca- uh, because the fabulous, Hammer and Hank...
3: Yeah, you got to call him. He's got a doctor, picking a doctors. Yes. Hank's got a doctor appointment. He was supposed to be on at one thirty with us in 15 minutes, but he called right before the show. Can we do 1.15? I said, yes, I'll squeeze you in, Hank. After I do my Robert Kraft butt jokes... And all the other stuff. By the way, we have I have breaking
1: news about butt jokes. We have
3: breaking butt joke news. Yes,
1: I have now. Just in case, I have start. I have. We are now designated as an explicit, mature content show, so that Twitch doesn't uh, decide like somebody complains and then kicks us off, which would be bad. So um, I, I've I've just decided, just in case. From now on, we are going to be considered a mature content show.
3: Yes. Again, we don't, we don't curse just for cursing. No. You know, if, there, if there's a bad word. I don't word. want
1: anybody complaining. And then No, no, me, I don't know. want
3: little children sitting around with mom in the afternoon before she takes you out to soccer practice or after she's watching all of her daytime TV shows like The View and all these other shows that make me sick because I'm tired of people just talking about the same things every day. That's why we come in here. Now we're calling Hank, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go live. Two ringy dingies. Let's go to Las Vegas. The great Hank Goldberg. Hello, there he is, ladies and gentlemen. Hank, how are you, buddy? Hank Goldberg, folks. Here he is, live from Las Vegas. He has his own room now. Yes, I am. Where you have your own room now? Uh, which uh, are you on the Strip or are you like downtown? I'm
2: Where? actually in Henderson, which is about 15 minutes from the Strip. Beautiful. But there are plenty of casinos nearby.
3: Well, there's <laughs> casinos everywhere. Like, say, You can go into a convenience <laughs> store at the corner of 7-Eleven and play a slot machine or, or, or video poker, right?
2: That's right. I, you know, I'm trying to get, them to get machines in the dry cleaners so I don't waste any time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Hank, I got a chance to, to call and check up with you yesterday. We tracked you down. I haven't seen you in forever. We used to always see you together, worked at ESPN back in the 90s, and there was a lot of fun times. And you were in Miami there, a legendary figure in Miami for decades. And then you moved to the dry heat of Las Vegas eventually. Yeah, you know
2: something? I, Mark Gross sends his regards, and he wants to know if you're still doing bogus. Uh,
3: only uh, only uh, at request. Only when people come to the house and request we do a bogus segment on my game nights. But no, I do. We you know <laughs> Keith and I were doing the bogus segment. Keith Olbermann and I, a couple years ago, we brought that back on his show. Every uh, Friday night, we would go up to New York and take the Amtrak and do a segment with Keith. So that was a lot of fun. And The bogus segment pretty much writes itself now. Because every day, Hank, when you look at the news or you look at the sports, there's something <laughs> bogus going on. So I, there wouldn't be enough time. I would have to do a bogus hour every night, like a nightly bogus hour. And we got a lot of information. <laughs> but first of all, it's great to hear you again. It's great to hear your voice. So many fans love you. And they can see you on CBS Sports Network. You're on ESPN, right? Vegas Insider. Yep. I mean, you're everywhere. When it comes to Las Vegas, it's all about Hank Hammer and Hank Goldberg.
2: Well, I'm enjoying it out here, and uh, I've been working very hard on the derby. I, it didn't throw me much of a curb when Omaha Beach was scratched, but, uh, but uh, the rest of
3: the world is in hysteria right now. Well, we're in hysteria about anything, you know? Did Bob Mueller have <laughs> something to do with Omaha Beach being scratched? That's what I want to know, and I want to know if the, if the trainer, uh, Richard Mandela, was lying before Congress about Omaha Beach. And Mike Smith, by the way. I want him implicated as well.
2: Yeah, well, Mandela's on his way back to California from what I read. But it's a shame because this was his first chance to win a derby. Bill Mott's never won a derby, and it would have been a great story if those horses had run one too.
3: So now you've got the three, Bas- uh, the three Bob Baffert horses in there. And obviously, game winner is now moved up to the number one favorite on the board. And so the 21 horse, which was the, uh, the also eligible horse, now makes the field of 20. And so in that 12-hole, that will be empty, right? Or do they move everybody up one spot because there's only... They 20? move
2: everybody up. But the numbers uh, stay and, the but same. But the numbers don't... The, the numbers stay the same. Right. All that we'll be uh, is Rester, will be missing... Bodie for example, will be number 21, I guess.
3: Yeah, Bodie Express will be 21, but the 12-hole will be moved up. Code of Honor will move into the 12-hole, but will still be the 13-horse, right? And then so, so right. forth and so on. So none of the numbers that you saw on the post-position draw will change except the number 12, Omaha Beach, disappears and they go 13 all the way through 21, which will actually be in the 20-hole, which is Bodie Express now, and one of the long shots. So, Hank, I know you... Yeah.
2: Are, so if you, so you advance wager, for example, you don't have, and you didn't use the 12, you don't have to change anything. By the way, Heichel... Uh, who's Kieran McLaughlin's horse, who a lot of people gave a chance to, has a foot problem, and they're waiting to see if he can go or not. He's questionable, as they say in football.
3: Wow, so the 11 horse is now questionable. Yeah.
2: Wow. And if he goes, I think they run with 19 horses.
3: Okay. Now the question is, Mike Smith had to ride on Omaha Beach, one of the greatest jockeys. Does he go on another mount, or is he out now? He doesn't have a, a horse to ride.
2: He says he'll be on the sidelines cheering for a roadster, the horse he
3: passed on. Wow, how about that? But these are all good jockeys. It's not like the one jockey makes a difference. They're all great jockeys when you're in the Kentucky Derby. They're not getting guys from Philadelphia Park. Well, they may have Philadelphia Park as a hot jockey, but they're not going out to uh, Minnesota and grabbing a, yeah. a jockey right at the... At the no. Uh, no, okay. No, not, uh, not for schleps. This is not for schleps. Just the gamblers and the people in the infield are schleps. Now, there's supposed to be rain, Hank, and I know we look yeah. at those things, the mutters and which horse does, does it matter to the favorites if that horse, because most of these horses don't really have experience running in, in mud. Some of them may or may not. Do we have a mutter in the field that could be a surprise if the weather conditions are really muddy at Churchill Downs? Well,
2: improbable probably wouldn't be much of a surprise because uh, he uh, actually ran a pretty good race in the Arkansas Derby, where he finished second to Omaha Beach. And uh, he's, uh, he's a very good, probably the best of the Baffert horses, and he drew post five. But that was in a sloppy track, and it didn't seem to bother him at all. And uh, he was, uh, you know, he freaked out in the gate because they had put blinkers on him. And I think he uh, they almost scratched him at the gate uh, because they thought he tired himself out. And uh, had he not had the incident in the gate, he might have won that race. So, but uh, if it, I think they're saying twenty percent chance of rain, and it uh, probably be a dry track by post time.
3: Beautiful. The great Hank Cameron, Hank, Hank Goldberg, joining us from Las Vegas, catching up after how many years has it been, Hank? I mean, we used to see each other all the time. I would come oh, Miami. We'd hang out in Miami. Yeah. We'd see you at the Super Bowls. It's been a long time. Yeah,
2: man. yeah. I used to see you at uh, Super Bowls every year. Exactly. And. uh, yeah, and uh, I'll tell you something. We had a great time when we worked together. That was uh, probably the best time I ever had in in that dying industry now of radio. If we were still doing radio, Tony, it wouldn't be in trouble.
3: No, you're absolutely right. I tried to save it, but they wouldn't let me, Hank. That's why I'm doing my own thing yeah. now. Everybody's doing digital. You know, the CBS Sports Network stuff that you do, I mean, that's online content. There's a CBS Sports yeah. Network over the air, but a lot of the stuff now where people get their sports information from, obviously... You know, Vegas Insider as far as gambling numbers, and and most people go to Vegas Insider. That's where I go to get all my point spreads. And I know you do stuff there and the CBS. And then you're you're still doing an ESPN. They brought you back, right, on ESPN. Yeah, I came out of retirement. Beautiful. (laughs) So you're doing a segment when on Friday nights.
2: Yeah, Friday night the show is on from six until seven, and uh, I'm usually on in the second half hour because horse racing is not a big priority. (laughs)
3: To this day, no, and obviously uh, when you got the big race, the Triple Crown. we don't do horse racing segments most of the time, but everybody gets excited, even if you don't know anything about horses, you don't care. It is, and it's only two minutes, which is like most of our sex lives when you get older. You know, it's the fastest two minutes in sports. <laughs> you get it, you get it in, you get your bets in, you watch the race, and then you go out on a Saturday night and say the hell with it.
2: Yeah, thanks for reminding me about sex life. <laughs> but- <laughs> Anyway, right. we were uh, yeah, this, is a, this is an interesting race because uh, I thought uh, Omaha Beach would have trouble making a lead because there's so much speed and pace inside of them. You know, you've got Facoma uh, and Maximum Security in post six and seven who will probably go for the lead early. And then uh, War of Will, who drew post one, his trainer uh, Cassie says they're going to gun him early, although getting out of that one post, good luck with that. So you know, these horses, uh, I like horses who are in a stalking position. In the last seven years, if you're in on top, in the top four, heading for the stretch, uh, you don't win this race. So, and uh, another interesting stat uh, now there are only three horses left in the race who have won two races in a row. Who, uh, the last seven years, the winner of the Derby won two races in a row coming into the race Tacitus. And uh, Roadster and By My Standards are the three horses who will come in with off two wins.
3: So you like so now. Obviously, what we all of us who like to dabble and the Derby is where you can win the big money because you got, you know, you get a couple of there's two fifty to one shots, Gray Magician and and Master Fencer, and you know the people who just like to play a million different parlays and exactas and superfectas and trifectas, they're gonna put one of those in an extended box. Of those two fifty 50-to-1 shots, do so you give either one a chance to maybe sneak in and really give us a super-duper, super-factor payout?
2: <laughs> I really don't. Uh, but I've got a couple of price horses, and these horses are so evenly matched, and there's no, you know, like the favorite's probably going to be 7-to-2. Uh, and I think that, uh, you know, um, the horse I like in along with Tacitus, Tacitus is, is going to be about 8-to-1, and, and uh, probable is going to be about 5 to 1. Uh a horse I like who's a long shot is Code of Honor, uh who could hit the board. He he closed well in the Florida Derby against uh, Lone Speed and um uh, by my standards is a hot horse right now. Uh he's number 3, he'll be a big price and uh, you know, he uh, he comes out of Louisiana. And the the wise guys are looking at that horse, I've heard. I don't know any wise guys.
3: I know a lot of wise guys. Yeah, well,
2: unless I need to collect money from somebody, then I know
3: one. The only wise guys (laughs) I know are still looking for money that I lost back in the 80s, and I pretty much have had them all uh, put away and then buried in a shallow grave here somewhere in South Philadelphia. But so no one one will care because no one's looking for them anymore. And by the way, I'm just joking.
2: I I know a respected guy who likes win-win-win a lot, number four who is a, long, a real long shot. He could be twenty to one. So, you know, whatever you bet in this race, you're going to get paid pretty well. So if you go, you know, with the superfectors or with the top four horses or a trifecta, or even the exactive. if my exactive eight and five comes in, I'm going to collect uh, close to $100 for that ticket.
3: Beautiful. So you like Tacitus, and I know this. We were talking last night. Love the horse. We all like to watch the breakdowns of all the stakes races and all of these you know, all of the, the the races leading up to the Derby, the ones where they qualify, and you like Tacitus, and, uh, but you weren't great, but you had to put Omaha Beach in if you were doing a Superfecta, right? Now we take that right. horse out, so who's replacing him? And so give me your Super, I want to know your Superfecta, because you know I love Superfectas, Hank.
2: Yeah, Tacitus and Improbable will be my top two horses in either order. Uh, you know, Improbable's doing very well. He's overcome his gait problems. They're taking the blinkers off. I like that. Those are the Ortiz brothers running one, two. Yep. Great jockeys. Uh, as you said, it's not a huge factor. Um, and I like uh, Code of Honor, third, who's a big price. And I think you have to use Game Winner, because he may be the best horse, but he always draws outside, and he always has to run a little further than everybody else. So, uh, and... I uh, I'll tell you a real long shot, a bomb, his country house. If you want to go for the real huge money, he uh, it will be in post-19 now. It's another moth horse who, uh, who has some uh, closing ability, and he's going to be outside, and he can cruise on the outside before he makes his move and watch the race develop in front of him.
3: So you're like eight 13", and 12, uh, well, no more 12, no more 12 13 right. and 16. 13 and 16, but a 20, so you're going to mix a 20 in there if you're going to do an extended box?
2: Yeah, if I want to do the Bruno system of trying to make a fortune.
3: <laughs> you think I want to go spend time in the turf club to try to win $27? I'm looking for that 4 5 <laughs> 6 maybe $10,000 Superfecta, Hank. I need to make my, yeah, would be my time is valuable. <laughs> <laughs> country house is that uh, that four-digit four number
2: you're looking for? Exactly right. On a super.
3: I had a country uh, I house once. I had a country house once, but it was taken. I lost it in the divorce, Hank. But those things happen. Maybe you know, so, well. Maybe that's why country house doesn't appeal to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you like the three-two by my standards? Yeah, I think he can hit the board. So should I just do 8.5 and just wheel the rest of them and spend, like, $1,000 on every p- – No, no. Eight, you seven. can
2: use the 8.5, and you can use, let's say, the 3, 13, and 16 underneath in supers. And you can do that, uh, you know, for, say, $54, something like that. Okay. If you bet a dollar super.
3: Should I do a dollar or a $2 super? A dollar, because you might not –
2: uh, it's a tax situation. If you hit a $2 super, it may pay too much.
3: Yeah, but I'm over 65, so they changed that law, though, I heard, right? Because I know guys who... They, they change this- it every other week. Because no. <laughs> my buddy Luigi who does the show, his dad had a system, and his dad's over 65 like I am, and these guys who were over 65 would sit in race books or at the racetrack, and if some younger guy under 65 hit a big ticket, he would go cash it for him, and then there would be no tax Situation, right?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You get uh, one of those guys who's like a stupor or somebody like that who picks up tickets off the ground. I'll tell you something. Kenny Maine has a, has a bunch of systems. Kenny and I, when we were doing the shows together, the racing shows together, uh, Joe Tessitore had an uncle, Elio, from uh, Rhode Island. Who once gave Kenny a horse, and Elio was a pretty had pretty good information, and Kenny had a bad foot. Remember, he had an ankle problem. Yeah, absolutely. So he to swell up on him, yeah. we just saw him at and the Super And he was only ball. wearing, and he he was only wearing one shoe, and he ran from the production truck to the window and just got the bed in in time, <laughs> and we and and, and we won. <laughs> he was barefoot, and one foot. Wow. But anyway, I asked Kenny. And now, every time Kenny sees Joe, he says, "Where's Uncle Elio?
3: <laughs> exactly. I love Kenny Main. We great friend. He does a lot with the Wounded Warriors. We saw him at the Super Bowl, and he actually we did a we did an hour with him. I said, "Hey, Ken, sit down." Uh, us. We we had an hour with Kenny Main and it was great stuff. It wasn't just who's going to win the Super Bowl. We talked about his his injury. He showed us his brace that he's wearing now on that ankle because it's obviously bad. Yeah, and of course we always have to go back to UNLV days when he and Randall Cunningham were the quarterbacks there. That's right. <laughs> well, Robin uh, is here. Don't know that Robin is here, and she wanted to ask you a question.
1: No, actually, I just I wanted to reiterate about the the Kenny Maine. Uh, Extravaganza, as I call it, because and, and it was really funny. We I think we went over an hour. He still wouldn't stop talking. We almost had to kick him off because people <laughs> were leaving the floor. And we're <laughs> like, come on,
3: it's time. Well, you know how it works, Hank, because most people when they do a radio segment on a radio station at Radio Row, you know, you got five minutes. Maybe you hold them over, come back do another segment. We want just we just oh, kept talking. We, we, we were laughing. We don't so look at hard. the clock. It's one of those you don't look at the clock. You don't care how long you're going. You're just doing whatever oh, yeah. the hell you want, and you stop he, whatever the hell you want. He's a national treasure. Yes he, is. yes, he I he is. I would say. Absolutely. Not like you, though, Hank. You are. And I asked you, that we were talking about ages, and we're both getting older, and you told me how old you were. I said, I said Hank, you're, you're in your prime. You should be running for president. Everybody in your age group is running for president. <laughs> 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 it's crowded enough. <laughs> uh, so there, there they are. So 8-5... Because people love the numbers, they love the supers, they love the tricer so you, you love eight five. those are your top two horses.
1: I wait hold on a second. That's I just right. actually realized something what running for president is kind of like running the derby. if there's too many horses in the track on the track it, it it's not a good race. There's like some,
3: somebody waiting to get in yeah exactly. No, yeah, that that's not. The, I got to run, kids. All right, Hank. Thank you so much, buddy. Great to talk to you again. The great. great. Hank, I'd go an hour with you if I didn't have a doctor. No, I, I know. <laughs> Love you, Hank. Great to talk to you again, buddy. You are the best, Tony. Thank you, Hank. Really appreciate that. The great Hank Goldberg. How great is Hank?
1: He is so fantastic. He's just
3: a great human being. He, you're around Hank Goldberg, you you feel good about life. He's such a happy, positive guy. Yep. And he knows his stuff you know i mean there's a lot of people who i'm a horse expert and i'll pick up the daily racing form and i know more than this guy you know he's not guaranteeing anything but he no. th- he studies this stuff
1: well he- when somebody is an insider and they are watching the horses race and and they're down at the track and they're seeing them and they're talking to the jockeys and they're talking to the owners and the trainers it's it's unlike i mean it, it's even more of an insider type uh, field than, it, than watching uh, regular sports.
3: And the thing about, like, Hank, like, Suge McGahee, who's the uh, trainer of uh, Code of Honor, old school guy, never won the Derby, right? Hank knows all of these trainers. He knows all of these jockeys. And so when he talks to a trainer, because, you know, you talk to a manager of a baseball yeah. team, they're, yeah, my team. Yeah, yeah. You talk to a trainer, a horse trainer, he's going to tell you the truth. Right. He's going to say, hey, my horse has a good shot here. And then you watch the film. Mm-hmm. So horse, man, uh, horse trainers, don't say every one of their horses is the greatest horse right. of all time. If if they don't think their horse really, really fits in, I mean, they obviously love their horse. They're not gonna try to get it into the derby to win if they don't think they have a chance. But a lot of these guys will shoot straight with you. Mm-hmm. And especially if they know and respect you. It's not some like gambling degenerate walking up into the paddock area and looking for some insider dirt from somebody they don't know. But when guys like Hank Goldberg go into a paddock and talk to trainers, they respect him because of his knowledge. Of the sport of kings.
1: Speaking of shooting straight with people. Yes. Um, we need to shoot straight with people. Everybody that um, tuned in on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. We got to say goodbye to them. And this is a reminder. We're only doing this as a favor right now to all of our followers on those platforms to let you know that we are now exclusively on Twitch. Yes. We're Even not on Instagram. Doing- all of
3: our Instagram right. followers. And it's sort of like when HBO does that free preview. Yes. And then they exactly. give you the channel for a couple of days on a weekend, hoping and we're that just you'll subscribe. You,
1: you know, we're giving you just the tip for just a second exactly. to get your palate wet. To I'm get glad you, all... you got
3: said that. If I said that, yes. I would be called a sexist. To,
1: to, to get the juices flowing, <laughs> so to speak, and to get you to want more, more, more. How and, do you
3: like it? How do you like it? And
1: so we um, make sure that you have made the switch to Twitch. It is free 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 free. I know that people are like, "Ah, oh, I don't need one more platform. You know, I don't if it's need free. one more app to download on my phone." Yes, you do. This is the only the last one that you will need because this is the f- wave of radio in the future. It's this not
3: called a- radio anymore. It's 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 called
1: What's well, everything? It's a multi-platform.
3: Exactly. And this is a slash radio TV compilation si- sensation situation because you
1: can listen to audio only, but you can also watch and you can interact live through the uh, the chat room on Twitch, and we can send you stuff automatically. I mean, it is just so much more than what any other platform offers right now, and it is free. Download Twitch dot uh, the Twitch mobile app on your phone. Um, you will get the notifications whenever we go live. You will get notifications on anything else, uh, special events that we're having, and um, you will be able to follow and, and make sure you follow so that you get yes. those notifications. And following's and then, easy. And, it's and,
3: like when you follow somebody on Twitter or Instagram. Right. You just hit the follow button, and nobody calls your house. Nobody's trying to sell you a timeshare. It's just you following shows. You follow them. We follow you. Instagram, all of our friends on there. Right. All of our Twitter followers. And at Tony F- Bruno Show. What's by Instagram? Is it at Tony Bruno Show One? <sighs>
1: it's Tony Bruno Show One. It's so annoying that I couldn't just get
3: regular Tony Bruno. Did show. some other some other bastard steal that one? No, it's oh.
1: because I I created your Tony Bruno show Instagram when you were still at Fox, mm-hmm. and so we were using the Fox email address, which of course I don't have access to, and nobody you know it's gone, and so Instagram is not allowing me to access that one.
3: It's an outrage. It is an outrage. Get Mr. Instagram on the line right now.
1: <sighs> Very annoying, but um. Uh, hopefully, I can get it changed at some point. It's okay. It's, but, it's just, uh, it's, just but it's, it, it's just, it's just. To Tony
3: Bruno Show one on Instagram at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter, plain and simple. Yeah, everything at, else
1: is Tony Bruno Show. Exactly. And then if you, we will never charge you. Uh, just to watch the show you can follow for free now if you choose to do so because you love us so much mm-hmm. and how can, much
3: long time yes
1: and if you want to subscribe you can subscribe to the show and then we do get a portion of that so that is supporting the show and when you subscribe you actually get extras um, and the extras that you get access to are like special emotes and mm-hmm. other special events and there's different tiers and if you have questions please ask me off the air I'd be more than happy to tell you about it but we're not going to bore you about that one now
3: um, so yes. and by the way trevor from the 203 one of our great followers says this preview is better than the skinamax preview i got for a week oh yeah it's actually more raw the skinamax preview is a scam because so, the late night movies are lame so,
1: it's wave- so we're
3: going to do my um yes wave- my Fortnite wave now which is the new thing
1: yes that's the new it's thing. like a fast
3: wave right the Fortnite one
1: Uh, I I only lasted
3: a day on Fortnite. I I can't do 24, I can't do two weeks.
1: But wave goodbye to all of our fabulous people, Periscope, Facebook Live, and YouTube Live. Hopefully, they're switching over so that they can continue watching the show till 4 p.m. Eastern today and every Monday through Friday. Beautiful.
3: Let's give them all a roaring round of applause. (laughs) applause. Bye bye And then tomorrow, by the way, on this show, I will release the absolute final, unredacted Superfecta and Trifecta Plocks. Because I like to milk it to the end of the week. You know, it's like all the TV shows coming off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, give, they make you wait to the last second.
1: Milking. Milking is always good.
3: Well, yeah. Speaking of milking, we will have live Squirrel Cam up again. Uh- or are we not going to do it today? Well,
1: it depends, right? I didn't bring them down earlier today. They're still upstairs, and they're in the other cage. And yesterday, they managed to make it through the entire show.
3: And I like the babies. You know, you worry about when the baby sleep, doesn't sleep through the night. you got to get up every couple of hours. The baby's cranky. These squirrels now starting to get a little more respectable. They're, we're not keeping them, by the way. No. We, <laughs> people are just morning. joined us. We rescued, or Robin rescued two squirrels. Jack in the did, back
1: actually helped. He was very helpful. Jack in the back, he we was got him in. Unlike Luigi, he was not uh, screaming like a little girl when those squirrels. Luigi's
3: came not up. a man. He's not a man. <laughs> He's, He's not even 40 yet either, so he that's, that's like probably.
1: A the way baby. He's like, ah, get them away from me.
3: Animals are beautiful. Yes, they are. Animals are, are great. <sighs> Tony, I lasted 20 minutes. I'd rather play Madden 05. Well, trying to play Fort. Listen, Fortnite is a, it's an addictive. You know why I won't play Fortnite? Because I'll get addicted. Oh, you to would. It. You and that's why I don't would. play it. Not yeah. when people who play it, it's one of those things that you get sucked in and you mm-hmm. can't get out.
1: Oh yeah, you would. You would absolutely. Because I remember there was one. What was that? Sh- there was a shoot 'em up one that you liked on uh, the airplane, the shark one. It wasn't shoot 'em up. It was shark, uh, like the shark would swim around and eat people.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that's a pain though because there's no joysticks when you're trying to do it on a. On but a, you
1: were addicted to that because yeah. you were like, you got it. I know the Fortnite. It, yeah, this was a shark th-
3: that had this like go up on land and eat all the people, <clears throat> and you had to clear all the people out of beach chairs and stuff. Yeah. And that was fun because, you know, uh, sharks don't really do that. Land sharks don't really do that. They're only in lawyers. shark. Yeah, land sharks <laughs> are lawyers around here. <laughs>
1: Um, somebody just asked. Uh, who asked this? Uh, Delco Tommy said, "What is the photo of in the background? Um, are you talking about the black and white one? The black and white one? You can get is, that in
3: every store, like a that's it, an IKEA. I- Actually,
1: that's an IKEA thing, which I was really excited about because that's Amsterdam. Um, it's one of the canals in Amsterdam, the Herengracht. What?" The
3: Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me while I clear my throat.
1: <coughs> it is one of the main.
3: Uh... And it's a cool picture because you get them in Costco, and they're they're nice black and white art. But it's black and white except for the bicycle in front yes, of the I railing. Don't know if you can
1: see it, in and it's the... red.
3: It's a red bicycle. Yeah. So Wasn't it... that a late night Cinemax? No, uh, no, that was Red Shoes Diary. I think yes, the chick in Red, red Shoes, Shoes Diary used to ride that red bike right through the areas of Amsterdam, right into the red light district where I think Robert Kraft would have been better off than going to Jupiter, Florida, but that's just my own personal opinion. You know what I'm saying?
1: So I'm I'm a huge collector of, of black and white, old black and white photos. Now, that one's not old, but um, I have... I, one of these days, I'll do like a... When the house is clean, because right now it's a <laughs> mess, but when the house is in a little bit better shape... Um, I'll I'll do like a video. We'll do like an art tour. An art it's tour. It's like of our we gallery. Have really cool, we have some really cool pieces. Yes, we I, do. I have And we have
3: some good paintings, too.
1: Yes. Or maybe we'll invite people to come see our etchings.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> By the way, on the and, and the great the, the other great thing about the about the Twitch channel that we've been doing now for 3 weeks is the interaction. Yes. And so people react to everything we say and then they chime in and of course Anytime you take a cheap shot at Luigi, and this goes back, and, and Luigi, I, I'm sure he realizes now that all of this is in fun. He should. He's been with us for five years. But I used to do this with Andrew Siciliano. Okay. I didn't rip him. I didn't call him names. It was just like little fun and game stuff. You know what I mean? And so I'm joking around about Luigi being afraid of little squirrels because he's not a man. He's not 40. And then Bull 77 Mustang says, Luigi's a little girl. Guess that means Kevin Spacey's not interested.
1: Ba-dum-bum.
3: See, that's the kind of like fun at other people's expense.
1: Scrapple Joe just cheered twenty-five bits, so that's another thing that we didn't touch on. If you want to support the show, you can cheer whenever you like something or. Even when you don't like something that we say, you can cheer and show your love. Every single bit is worth a penny. You can purchase them um, up at the top right hand. I think you see uh, there should be on your
3: app. And again, they're only a, a bit is a penny. Right. So it's not like you're giving us $100.
1: But if you want to but do if you so, hit like the
3: super, if I give out the superfecta, here's, uh-huh. what, here's what I'm going to do for people. If I give you the superfecta winner, the box on Friday. And I and we all win, because I'm not just doing it for me, because I play the picks. I don't give picks and then go play something else. I always document them. I take pictures of my of my cards and my correct. tickets, and then I post them. And if I give you the four-team super... It doesn't even have to be four horse. It could be five or six. I may have to mix it, because there's 20 horses here. Yeah. There may be 19, because as Hank mentioned, the number 11 horse may be, be scratched, scratched with a foot issue. The Heichel.
1: Heichel! And Heichel. you never know. Uh, very last minute, sometimes they're And I've hit supers.
3: Too. I've hit... We hit the... Luigi and I have been banging mm-hmm. the Superfectas and other things for the last couple of years. I'm going way back when the I picked super. The very first
1: one that you hit when uh, I was initially just first working with you... Was a superfecta, and we'd come here to Philadelphia for you were, you were still with 97.5 remotely from LA. You right. came out here to do something, and I flew with you because Tim Cates couldn't go Correct. because he had small girls at the time. And um, you I placed play the bet here
3: at the Turf Club right and near the sports club. It was complex. my
1: first time to Philly. So when you hit the Superfector, you're like, "Come on, Robin, I'm gonna so show you." So we went there, <laughs> we
3: cashed it in, and then we got we jumped on the Atlantic City, yep. jumped on the Walt Whitman Bridge, went to Atlantic City, and it was still chilly out. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like summertime, but
1: it was late at night. I know it was, know, like it was foggy PM on the, the
3: t- on the boardwalk. Yeah, it was kind of. Then cool. Robin and I went underneath the boardwalk and relived my glory days as a Ute, as just a. Dirt yes. flag, lute would take chicks onto the that boardwalk. That was the
1: beginning of when Tony and I were first dating, and it was still yes. a secret. Yeah. Like,
3: nobody was supposed to know about it. And then Robin did not have a cheesesteak at, at that point. She I had never, never yeah. had a cheesesteak. I never steak. had a cheesesteak. So, of course, there's a, you know, in, at night, late, on a, on a Saturday night, when it's still cold out on the boardwalk. And we were in Atlantic City because right. of the casinos. So right. I said, let's go down to Atlantic City and go to a casino. And see if we can turn and this I had money to leave in the, on a
1: flight early the next day, so I wouldn't have had a chance to do it then. So right. I was like, I need to try a cheesesteak.
3: So there was one of these greasy spoon joints that was open because not all this, no, not all the shops are open, right? So there's one place that said cheesesteaks. They said, Robin, I suspect that this is not going to be it. It's, it's, and I said, I'm,
1: I insist I want to try, I want to at least try it. It's
3: better than getting a cheesesteak like in the middle of Montana and there's nothing right. around, you know, it's not going to be. A Philly cheesesteak, but at least in Atlantic City, you're thinking it's going to be close. close. The bread's going to be okay.
1: Yes, yeah, but
3: so we ordered one,
1: and they only had whiz available. That I know, which is an, op- I know
3: a lot of people are angry at me because I say don't put cheese whiz on cheesesteaks. Even Tony Luke and I argue about this because he's a cheese whiz aficionado. Yes, and he, he thinks the whiz. cheese whiz on the cheesesteak is good. It's so nasty. I only like it on, on nachos and stuff. The thing
1: is, is that it's not
3: real cheese. No, but people like the taste of it. I, I know.
1: Look. It's because, you know, it's like crack cocaine. People like the taste of that, too. They
3: do? I people, thought crack was whack.
1: People like the smell of marijuana. Not me. I know. It's nasty. I don't even
3: like the way it tastes.
1: Like, this is... I've never... The only reason people like the smell of it is because people like the what it does to them, so they associate the good feeling with the smell. But people... It smells like skunk. There's a reason why it's why it's called skunkweed. If you smell a skunk, you don't go, "Mmm, that smells delicious." It's so stupid.
3: It is stupid, but hey, different strokes for different. That's why there's a uh, fifty-seven flavors and then some. Oh no, that's fifty-seven states. Baskin Robbins is what thirty-two flavors.
1: Uh, thirty-one flavors, and I- then then some. right, yeah. Um, and last but not least, other than the bits, yep. To show your support now. Wait a minute. If you are on our homepage, on the Bruno Nation Twitch homepage. Bruno Nation
3: Live. Right. Not to be confused with other Bruno Nations. Right.
1: And if you scroll down, you will now see a brand new widget. Widget. Yes, a brand new widget on our homepage. Not the Let big one sure the red not the
3: big red uh, Staples button that says subscribe here with Twitch.
1: Yes, which which um, we had somebody do Twitch
3: Prime. You subscribe with Amazon right. Prime for and it's free. free.
1: So we did have somebody today earlier, and I thank them already uh, for subscribing through their Twitch Prime account and linking that. But if you scroll down Mm -hmm. beyond the uh, the bits um, leaderboard, by the way, Tony in NC is leading the pack. Oh no, Scrapple Joe! Scrapple Joe is leading the bits pack with eight hundred and seventy-six bits. Thank you so much. Tony in North Carolina is leading. Is uh, coming up a close second with seven hundred, and Collins twenty-one with six hundred because we uh, tricked him yesterday <laughs> into uh, doing a whole bunch because we were having him test if you put in uh, bleed purple, bleed purple with the amount of bits. Immediately follow. So spell it out, all lowercase. Bleed purple. Not purple. Drank. It's not that. Word, it's just all one one word. Bleed purple. And the number of bits that you want to give, it automatically gives us 20% more. Beautiful. So and that's no charge to you. Bleed purple bits, and um, then if you keep scrolling down and it says support the show, we really appreciate your support. If you click on that...
3: And we're not going to do this like every 15 minutes no, like no, they no. do on the uh, But in this PR. is because this but,
1: is new information. Right,
3: because new people are joining us and we want them to know what this is all about. We're not, we don't have to spend hundreds of dollars or Tens of dollars,
1: but this is instead of us getting a salary through a radio station right. or whatever. This is our salary. So and it's you,
3: uninterrupted content every day.
1: And and um, obviously we're going to be getting sponsors, but we but sponsors are not going to be interested in the show unless we have lots of followers. Exactly. So it's kind of like a. Uh, you scratch my back, exactly. I'll
3: get Robert Kraft to have his so, back um, side scratched.
1: If you click on that, you it will take you to a donation page. Beautiful. And you can donate money towards the cause. It allows us to buy better equipment. Hopefully we'll finally be able to get some uh, phone calls in. And um, you can get face masks, which I'm not quite sure how those work. And
3: They work um, well at night. Unless you're in Antifa, then you can go out and terrorize people in the street in Portland after they won their big NBA game last night.
1: And last, last, I know that this is so much information and it's, I I just want to get it out of the way. Yeah, you're giving me
3: too much, Robin. Keep it simple.
1: I'm sorry. I just want to get it it out of the way so that I don't have to keep doing it. Um, I believe, oh, shoot, they're still not there.
3: So just relax. Okay, never mind. Let it breathe, as they say.
1: Emotes are supposed to be coming soon. They'll be coming
3: soon. But meanwhile, we got to get down to the business from last night. And of course, here in Philly tonight, the world will be watching. The only NBA game on the schedule tonight. Sixers and Toronto Raptors, game three. My boys from ESPN are coming to town. I got a, a text from John Martin, P.J. Carlissimo, and the great Mark Kestacher, who will be doing the radio on the Sunday game. But they're flying in because they need three days to come down here and eat all the great food in Philadelphia. So they want us to go out to dinner again. But they go to expensive dinners. I mean, yes. I can't go out every night and drop $200 on a Dude. nice meal. Per person,
1: you know what we can do though. We can eat ahead of time, and then we'll go and we'll just have a couple drinks and say, you know what, we're on our fasting time, so we can't. We're, we're going to we lie apologize. because,
3: yeah, because. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Meanwhile, well, that
1: part's true. It
3: is true. We are fasting. I usually half fasted, but we're fasting now. By the
1: way, yes. one of the um, fasting experts is going to come on the show. He contacted us.
3: When's he coming on?
1: Um, he is available to come on Today? either the 7th or 8th oh. of May. I don't and even
3: know what today's date is, and you're trying to tell today's me on the 7th. 2nd. Sef- I know. it's. I'm joking, so but I don't know week. when the 7th or 8th is. Which day of the week would it so be? So
1: next week, we are going to have the fabulous Vinny... Oh, what is his name? Um, he is an expert on keto and fasting. I'm not and doing
3: and, the keto thing. As Harry like, Mays tried the keto and it worked for a while, but then he finally said...
1: You can't... Well, our lifestyle yeah. would not work with full keto all the time. Damn but we right. can do like a modified keto, which is always a good idea because it's healthier.
3: I don't like to modify anything. In the meantime, let me get down to the business here, Robin. People are out on the keto. I'm out too on keto. Vinnie, I don't want to deprive Vinnie myself. Vinny Tortorich is his name. Vin, Vinnie Tortorich? Yes, Vinny Tortorich. Didn't he used to play for the, uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning? It's just a bad joke. Let's get down to the business, though, Robin. Yes, Let's sir. Let's get down. Because I mentioned the Sixers tonight. We know what's going to happen there. We don't know who's going to win, but the Sixers are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home in game three. Pivotal game. When you try to decide, you know, who's gonna, who needs to win this game more, the Sixers or Toronto? I'm going to say Sixers because they, they stole home court away, and now you have a chance to take a 2-1 lead. That's not going to win you the series, but it's going to give you more, more juice, feeling that, you know what? If we could find a way again to keep Kawhi from scoring 70 and hold them to like 40, and then stop the other guys and get big performances from Ben Simmons on defense against Kawhi, you know, and and all the things that they did in Game Two on the road, Sixers have a chance tonight. That's why it's only one; they're only getting one and a half. Remember, they were eight eight and a half point underdogs. Now, all of a sudden, the gambling degenerates of the world know that the Sixers. Are probably not going to get blown out. In fact, they may win this game and they could win this game. All they got to do is match the intensity, make sure that they, you know, keep an eye on Kawhi with his with screens and double screens because that's what they're going to run for him. And uh, the Sixers have a shot tonight. Over unders, 217, Wells Fargo Center, game three, Sixers Raptors. Last night at the Pepsi Center, let me give you a little NBA and then we'll go to hockey. Last night up in Denver, uh, in Denver at the Pepsi Center, eh? If I were to say to you, Damian Lillard had only 14 points on 17 shots. He was one of seven from three-point territory, four assists, and three turnovers. You're probably saying to yourself, damn, he sucks. There's no way Portland's going to win that game when your best player doesn't blow the place up like he has been doing. Well, guess what? Damian Lillard had that low output. And the Blazers still won by seven. 97 to 97-90 last night, evening up that series. And C.J. McCollum, look at him go. 20 points, six assists. Rodney Hood off the bench with 15. And the Nuggets fans were actually booing their own team in the first half when they couldn't hit the side of a barn with a handful of rice, to quote the great Doug Collins. Feudal in the first half, the Nuggets. And they steal one your Portland Trailblazers still one in Denver to even up that series. That's going to go seven. That, that, that's an evenly matched series between two really good teams, two younger teams on the way up. And that's what it was last night in the NBA. Only that one game in the West and tonight only the one game in the East. But in hockey, you know what we have, Robin? Hockey action, yo. And let me be the first to thank the New York Islander for participating in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs. And I have produced for all Islander fans to take home a commemorative Bobby Nystrom was offside t-shirt on your way out to Coney Island on your way up to Brooklyn because you play in Brooklyn even though you're the New York Islanders which doesn't make any sense although I guess New York is an island. But the bottom line is this. The New York Islanders simply don't have enough offensive firepower. Not when you're going up against the greatness that is. The Carolina Arcade. And by the way, only four teams in the history of the National Hockey League have come back from 3-0 down, Robin. You know who the last team was? Your 19, or 2014 Los Angeles Kings were down three games to none, and they came back and won the series. But Justin Williams... And Brindy, not Brindy the Squirrel, Rod Brindamore absolutely has his team. The Carolina Hurricanes on the verge of moving into the Eastern Conference Finals with one more win. What what an unbelievable story they are. Not just Carolina, but how about the Columbus Blue Jackets? They'll be back on action tonight. But the other game last night, by the way, before we get into tonight's preview, the Dallas Stars rattling up that... uh, That Jordan Biddington, he's the rookie goalie for your Colorado Avalanche. Dallas Stars win last night to tie up that series 2-2, 4-2 victory last night for the Stars. And then tonight, of course, your blue jacket of Columbus could put a stranglehold on Dean's Boston Bruins. They'll be in CBUS. The last time Columbus was this excited, the sweater vest was patrolling the sidelines with your ohio state the ohio state university football team but they're jacked in columbus now in fact the highest ticket prices for any of these uh Stanley cup playoff games are in columbus ohio and nashville or uh, nah, nah. Hey, hey, you know what i'm saying but if you don't you don't really care what i'm saying tough titties. blue jack is tonight can go up three games to one on the Boston Bruins in C-Bus, as Jim Rohn would call it. He has been calling it C-Bus before C-Bus was cool. Up two games to one. I'm liking the Blue Jackets tonight, Robin. Not because I hate the Boston Bruins and Dean and anybody associated with, <laughs> or even remotely responsible for ever having even been to Boston. I just think Columbus and, and, Car- and uh, Carolina are playing great. And in the West tonight, the Sharks could really – I like the way I wrote this. You know what, could, you know what the Sharks could be tonight in Denver? What? A buzz kill, bro, in Colorado. You got to see they have legal marijuana uh... out there. And you want to see a buzz kill tonight? Sharks go up there into, uh, into Denver and find a way to win game four and go up three games to one. There will be more munching going on in the Denver, Colorado metropolitan area. There will be more people smoking copious amounts of ganja just to get over the fact and the realization that hockey season is almost over in the Rockies. I'm not thanking them yet. But the Sharks, they find a way to win tonight. And I mentioned the other day, Colorado at home in the second round has not been very good. And so the Sharks can get it done tonight, at least go up three games to one. In that series, so there you have it, your NBA and your NHL playoff update. But we got to get to this Dodger update, Robin. Yes. The Dodger game last night against the San Francisco Igante. And I didn't care what happened on the field. Actually, the Giants won the game two to one out in San Francisco. but the game on the field it wasn't about what was interesting in the game. The fans yeah. didn't really care about what was going on in the field. We had one fan and one fan alone. Who got I don't even know if he got his money's worth. Because he was a fan, Dodger fan in the Giants game and uh whatever they call that stadium now. It used to be Pac Bell, used to be what do they call that joint now out there in Aaron's in in uh
1: you know, I have not kept track of what it's called. It's now, now
3: it's something else. It's ATT you know, park. It's one it's of easy, those yeah. things. Or did whatever it was. Yeah. Anyway, it used, Oracle.
1: Oracle Park is what they're Trevor from the two oh three is okay. now Oracle Park.
3: It used an Oracle Arena is where the uh where the Golden State Warriors play, of course. That's in Oakland. But so now and they named the baseball park after Oracle. Well, you know, you know the Oracle guy, Ellison, huh. he pretty much runs the Bay Area. Yeah. And the new part, the new building for your Golden State Warriors, which they're building in San Francisco, and it's almost done, that's going to be called Oracle as well. Okay. Everything's going to be called Oracle. It's going
1: to be like the Oracle trifecta down I think,
3: there? I think Jerry Brown is changing his name to Oracle now that he's out of politics and is retired as the governor of California.
1: You know, you actually, you should be called Oracle, because you know what an Oracle Oracle means. of
3: Delphi, yes. Yeah. You know, you know the Oracle of Delphi, right? Yeah,
1: I mean that it's it's a Greek. Uh, I know,
3: I'm a Greek god.
1: It's a it's a, a part of the Greek god. The oracles. Itself. I had it here already the other like night. If you if you needed to know the future, <laughs> if you needed to know something really, you would you would make the trek to Wait the Oracle. Wait a oracles. minute, I've already...
3: The Nostratoni has already been That's established. True. Now I could have multiple you aliases. Could. I could be Nostratoni. I could be the Oracle at uh, I'm trying to think of a clever. Brune Oracle? No, the Oracle. <laughs> the
1: <laughs> I'm trying to the think Oracle can...
3: at Alney Avenue. I'll just yeah. go stand up at Broad and Alney. There you go. And I'll be the Oracle at Alney, unless you can come up with a better name that starts with an O. That would make more sense.
1: I think, though, that the only thing different is that the oracles, they actually chart, like, they, you had to give them something. No, you had to do riddles. You had to answer riddles, otherwise you would die, and then you... And-
3: Wait a minute. I have breaking news. I thought it was going to be called the oracle. Now it's the Chase Center? Oracle is not running at the derby, though, uh, for people who want to know. He is not replacing <laughs> Omaha Beach. I saw a picture of it, so it's going to be called the Chase Center. Ah. The oracle arena is in Oakland. And I guess the Giants baseball facility now, AT&T Park, whatever it used to be, used to be Pac Bell Park. You know, it's either phone companies buying out other phone companies and changing their names, or banks and investment companies. Every building now in America, with a few exceptions, a Pepsi Center, American Airlines Center. It's
1: either Verizon, uh, AT&T, or banks. It's banks.
3: banks and financial services companies. And uh, and phone companies, which
1: means that you know, no matter what they tell you, that they are making a boatload of money,
3: and they're overcharging you so they can put uh, to spend millions. And listen, I don't care what they do with their money, but you're paying for them to put their name on buildings. The
1: only there is one other category of uh, companies that I could see getting into the game: insurance companies, because they like the Geico. I could see a Geico or something like that. Naming.
3: Every naming time or. I see a Geico, or you notice every other commercial now is car insurance. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It is. How many, and they're no. all more, they're trying to be more clever than one. And Geico is, just look at the money Geico I spends. I know. To produce great, the commercials are great. They are. They're not just slapped together stuff. You know, like here in Philly, there's Cure Auto Insurance, and they use more primitive stuff, but they're clever too. But everybody's trying to out-clever one another in selling you insurance, you know, Dennis Quaid is in the, no. whatever, the Liberty Mutual one, And the thing is, is that i never. the and all these other things. I don't
1: know about other people out there, but none of those commercials, I, I laugh at them sometimes. They go, oh, that was clever, but they have never motivated me to no, go. No, I don't
3: go online no. to see if I can save $15 in 15 minutes or 15%.
1: It has never motivated me. But I guess maybe, oh, there's a progressive field. Yes. In Cleveland, Ohio, so yeah.
3: No, I mean, there's all, you know, again, it's not just Banks. And it's not just investment companies and phone companies, but you know, Progressive Field in Cleveland, Lucas
1: Oil, BB, BB
3: and T, in in uh, in in Baltimore, that's a bank. Yeah. So it was, uh, banks buy each other, banks out, and then they keep changing. It. The, the yeah. place, the Wells Fargo Center, used to be the uh, the Fu Center, First Union. That's still then a, it was the Cor-
1: best name. Then it was ever. Core
3: States because Core States Bank bought out First Union, and then uh, Wachovia mm-hmm. bought out. The other bank.
1: Whatever. And it was. then
3: eventually Wells Fargo bought it out, and Wells Fargo is one of the original banks, like Bank of America. They're the two biggest. So now you got Bank of America and Wells Fargo on a lot of buildings, too. And again. Can,
1: 8750 says it's the, way, the other way around. Whatever way, I mean, but it's constant. It's a constant.
3: Uh... For First Union bought core states. My point is banks have been buying each other back. And you see a new bank go up, and then in a year it's gone. Somebody bought it out.
1: Ari Bell is now following. Thank you.
3: Beautiful doesn't matter who buys out who or who's Zooming whom.
1: But shall we go to another waste of money?
3: The, the Dodger fan? Yeah. Don't worry about started this whole thing. So I know it's in San Francisco and the Giants are playing the Dodgers. And when there's not a big brawl or people being thrown off railings or uh, gang wars in the parking lots after the games or on the streets of San Francisco, they don't fight anymore in the streets of San Francisco because nobody wants to go home with poop on their clothes. I know. It's bad enough getting a beat down if you're a Dodger fan at the Giants facility. If you, a giant, a if you get facility. knocked
1: over, you're going to land in some yeah. shit. Then when you Literally. go home
3: to mom and say, Mom, I got into a fight, and mom says, You dirty, rotten, stupid bastard. you are now got shit all over you. How many times I have to tell you? If you're going to fight, don't fight on the poop. Anyway, so Dodger fan at the Giants game in San Francisco last night. Guy spent a lot of money because you have to spend a lot of money to buy stuff. Bought French fries. It to set the picture for you. So he gets one of those, and I, I believe it's a styrofoam container, which I'm surprised they sell in San Francisco. You know, they don't no plastic straws. No,
1: it, it's not a styrofoam container. It's one of those cardboard containers. You Are know, you when, sure? Yeah, it's that gray cardboard. Okay, it look like one of th- those,
3: you know, take-out things right. when it's a white styrofoam, and they close it, and it snaps maybe, in. Maybe it was. And it looks like that. But we'll figure it out okay. when we watch the video again together. So this fan's sitting up on the... Uh, He's on the first base side and foul balls obviously are going all over the place. So in the bottom of the first inning, this young man has a uh,
1: Trevor from the 203 is asking is it the garlic fries that he dropped?
3: I don't know what it was fries. I, I don't know whether they were uh, I know they weren't uh chickies and peets. Right. If he was smart, fries. it
1: would have been the garlic fries yeah, because that's what they you are delicious. Instead. Yeah,
3: that's that's the that's the specialty yes. fries in San Francisco oh, at, so at the ballpark. They are good. And as much as I love the uh, Pete Chiraki, and the Chickies and Pete gangs I've never been a crab fry guy. They're too salty for me. It's, they, they 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 sprinkle Old but, Bay crab seasoning I'm on it. I've just
1: never been an Old Bay fan anyway. I
3: so. like it in my crabs. No. Yeah, I you like got to you got to put it in your not not the, when you're cooking the crabs. You put that in the the steam water. That's what gives the crabs the I, essence of emerald.
1: I don't like that. I just want the sweet taste of crab meat. I don't need all the other crap on it.
3: <sighs> so anyway, the guy starts off with fries. And there's a foul ball. And then you, you watch the tape and you listen to Kruk and Kipe on NBC Sports Bay Area. Correct. The same guy in the next inning goes a different route when his food gets destroyed yes. trying to get a foul so ball. So what you're
1: going to see is you're going to see the lead up of both. There's going to And then it just goes from one to the other. Exactly.
3: So let's follow along. This is the great Dwayne Kuiper and Mike Kruko. Doing the call on TV last night, NBC Sports Bay Area or San Francisco, because there's two separate operations, but they're both NBC Sports. Let's go to the ballpark last night. Giants, Dodgers, first inning.
1: Anytime now.
3: Hello? Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Uh oh. Uh oh. What? what? Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, yeah, forget about the $90 fries. Are you kidding me? (laughs) All right, here's the fries, folks.
2: All right, I got this one. I got it.
3: No, and Uh, the dog. uh, (laughs) He did get the ball. (laughs) The only one that been better was he didn't get the ball. Oh, Oh, my goodness, yeah. An old dude in front of him, this fries, and it is a styrofoam yeah, fry right. container inside. That should be a criminal offense. First of all, he's a all right, Dodger and fan. Just, what? And here's the second. Guy. Now here's <laughs> the, the, same, same ne- sa- the next. The next day, it was really serious business. And the and I the- it's the same guy. Same guy's ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's impossible. <laughs> this Look at the guy left. He goes, you know what? If these clowns are gonna keep doing that, I'm out of here. Yeah. So the no, same guy right. like gets a piece It's like a movie, right? It, it, and they just keep throwing that same scene out there. We're going to get it right eventually. Curb your enthusiasm. It's got to be a, an episode on it.
1: Now, somebody has to tell us how much that guy spent?
3: I told you, it was a styrofoam container. You were right. No, you are
1: right. I thought it was st-
3: And it's it's big, you know, because there's, there's fries on both sides, so they open it up so that there's fries on each side right. of the styrofoam container. Yep. And the guy's sitting there with uh, next to a woman who has a Giants jersey on. He has a Dodger jersey. Somebody next to him, maybe his dad or somebody, had a Dodger jersey. So the Dodger fans at San Francisco, it looked like they were having a good time. Early in the game, the first foul ball, he drops his fries all over the place. And even... Uh, even Krugos says there's ninety dollars worth <laughs> no. of fries going
1: down. <laughs> yeah, he and he got the large size. So. Yeah, he got
3: big garlic fries and they're spilled. So those are at But least... he gets the ball. He reaches over and gets the foul ball. So you're thinking, all right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know. It's not
3: you know, twelve dollars for whatever they charge I think it's for garlic fries. Probably about
1: fri- sixteen for garlic fries, right? That,
3: I don't know how much they are.
1: I should look it up. Or does somebody know from the, if you're at the in Bay Area? Please. It's not
3: forty dollars. If they're charging you forty dollars for crap no, no, for no, garlic fries, for both,
1: for both things. So he probably spent about 12 to 16 dollars on the fries i would
3: say closer to 20
1: and then on the piece of pizza is probably the same so it's looking probably about 30 bucks for both
3: so the guy loses an entire tray of fries but he gets the foul ball the next time the same exact guy has a pizza in his hands and he comes down and it happens again it happens again <laughs> I mean, you talk about the odds of just having a foul ball yeah, hit I mean, to you. the
1: first one, it was pretty much right at him. The second one, he kind of went after, even though he had the pizza in And his he hand. had the
3: pizza in one hand. He's obviously not Italian. And it's Because yeah. and, and, any Italian who has yeah. one slice on a plate...
1: You know you, can, to, you be able to
3: He's never worked in a restaurant. He's nope. never been a waiter, right? Because you, you have one piece of pizza in your hand, and it's a foul ball hit. Are you going to drop that too? I can get the fries because you have two hands right. and the ball's coming right at you. The second ball's not even there. And
1: you know what I noticed? That was a bad job out of the girl that was with I him. I know. Because she was so busy with the phone in her hand. You're damn right. That she didn't just grab his food for him. That's the first, like, if you see that's what's going on. I would dump him. her
3: ass immediately. Exactly. Dump that chick. She was a little hot, though.
1: Put your freaking phone away. Help him so that he's not losing the food that he
3: probably went out to get you. People go to ball games their entire lives and never even get a chance to get one ball. This guy got one, almost had a second one, and spent like $50 no, he, to do it.
1: he got both of them, right?
3: Did he get the second yeah, one? Yeah, I
1: think he got the second Are one, Are you too. sure? Yeah. I, I, I don't think he did. It. I think so. I
3: don't, I don't think he got the second one. There were people around him, and they were annoyed. It's like It's not the guy's fault. Because you see it all the time. You see people spill beers to try to get a foul ball. You know, you, you see people spill stuff all over the place. And then you see athletes go over and like grab a nacho from the first row. When uh-huh. somebody, yeah, that, that's pretty funny. When, you know, when, you're, yeah. on the, when you're on the yes. railing and you have nachos and a ball player goes over and gets a foul ball. And then the guy reaches and down and grabs one and dips yes. it in the salsa or the, whatever it is. The cheesy uh, scalding hot cheese sauce. That's the way I like it.
1: That's usually cheese whiz too. <laughs> Bleh. Bleh.
3: If that bold seventy seven Mustang says if that guy was from Texas, he would have been holding a beer in one hand and a spit cup in the other.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: And he still would have caught, caught the ball. He still would have
1: caught the ball. He still would have caught the ball without spilling his beer. Um we have breaking news.
3: We have breaking news already?
1: Jose has a Twitch account now. No! Big Kep 13 just uh, finished talking to Jose. And he has a Twitch account. And I asked, why isn't he logged in? And Big Kep saying he's probably just woke up. So hopefully we will see him here on here shortly.
3: Wow, that is great job out of you, Big Kep.
1: That is a good job out That's of you.
3: That's Big Keppin right there. Spin and cheese. Still ahead, we're going to have our... Um... All right, that would be in the butt, Bob. Update. Yes. This and is not from the newlywed game. The old clip of the with the woman being asked one of the newlyweds. You know, what's the waysiest, craziest place you had? Whoopi. Such a
1: fantastic.
3: And clip. then her answer was that would be in the butt, butt bob. bob. We have a Bob Kraft in the butt, Bob. Uh-huh. Update coming and we up. We
1: have a English lesson.
3: We have an English lesson by
1: a Ukrainian comedian. He's giving. He's oh written, yes, we have that, which oh, is a beautiful. fantastic English lesson, which kind of like uh, really fits this show so well.
3: I have an update from Northern California. Now, it's not about the Giants or the Warriors who are Northern California uh-huh. organizations and both in the playoffs. But a high school in Northern California. Yes. George Washington High School, Robin. This George Washington High School's pretty much in every, every city, city, right? Every yeah. I mean, we have statues. everywhere. Draw, you can't go to any city. Correct. And you can't go to Washington, D.C. without knowing that it's named after George Washington. Correct. Right? Now... A high school mulls—I love that word—they haven't done it yet, but they are mulling. Not their uh, mint juleps or their caparinas. they're mulling over a push to remove an eighty-two, uh, not one, two, eighty-three-year-old murals from the hallways of George Washington High School. Critics advocating for the removal say they are offensive to Native Americans and African Americans. And they say the pair of panels traumatizes students and community members. Traumatizes. I. I'm just. When was last, when you pull out a dollar bill, and, and you traumatize when you see George Washington? Are strippers traumatized Do they when people make? have photographs are making,
1: of what the murals look like.
3: They're pretty big.
1: I mean, what is it? Just is it just a a picture of? George Washington, or what?
3: What is? It's a big picture of George Washington, you know, with the white wig and the.
1: No, is that is that the tr- is that the actual mural, I, I, I or is that so. just a picture of George Washington?
3: I don't know. It's from Getty Images. I don't know if that's the actual no, mural because I'm reading not down the, actual the story. Mural, then. Okay. I'm reading through the story here because I have it still on my on my uh, computer. Where so is two the... of the thirteen panels. So these murals have thirteen panels in them. And so wh- they're not tiny. What city is it? It's San Francisco, but I'm trying to see where, where actual city it is in the Richmond District, so uh, obviously it's in, in the Bay Area of, the, of uh, California, if that's R- Richmond, which is right on the river, uh, right on the Bay, I should say. So anyway, this is a long story, and I'm reading it now as it uh, just came over the wire. So according to the College Fix, the San Francisco USD Unified School District, the SFUSD, convened a, quote, reflection and action working group, end quote, that was comprised of members of the local Native American community, students, school representatives, district representatives, local artists, historians, and uh, they said they wrote an email at the conclusion of the group. They voted that the majority recommended the Life of Washington mural must be archived and removed because your mural does not represent San Francisco USD values, the letter continued. Two of the 13 panels have come under fire since the 1960s, for their controversial de- depictions of African Americans and Native Americans, I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm not going to pass judgment on it. So you know, have, I'm just giving you the information.
1: I have a photograph of it here, but it's really tiny. But this but is the mural's
3: not tiny because it's got no, 13 no, no. But the, the photograph of okay. it is really
1: so. This is the mural's painter's painter whose name was Victor Arnatov was a protege of Diego Rivera and a communist. He included images that do not glorify Washington, but rather to provoke a nuanced evaluation of his legacy. The scene has a dead Native American, for instance, which calls attention to the price of manifest destiny. Um, And it also portrays the slaves with humanity and the several live Indians as vigorous and manly. So how is that...
3: I don't know, traumatizing. Robin. I, again, I, don't ask me. I'm not traumatized. By any. When I see dollar, when I see George Washington's all over the floor, I scoop them up and give them to the lady and put them in her g-string because that's <laughs> the kind of guy I am. I'm about helping other people. If George Washington pictures traumatize you, then you need to go see a, a doctor. You need to see a therapist. Okay, I get it. But I, I, I get he was a slave owner, and as I've said this before, if all this stuff now is is, is traumatizing people hundreds of years after the fact, then we need an entire, we need more therapists. Forget about more lawyers and more actual general practitioners. We need more psychiatric help for the people in this country. I
1: remember when I was, when I first moved to the U.S., um, there was a teacher who uh, was, it was my history teacher that wanted to take us to a very small private a Jewish museum in Los Angeles, that um, and he had written uh, the, the the owner of the museum had written a book called By Bread Alone, fantastic book about the Holocaust. Um, he was a Jewish survivor from a camp. His father and him made it out alive. And he remembers a lot of this. So he was writing about his own memories. And he created a a little tiny museum. Very disturbing. um, Because he made a point of collecting some of the Nazi items that were considered as trophies by Nazis. And he wanted to show how horrendous the Nazi, like their minds were just they they treated, yeah, Jews I mean, there's like plenty of them. I
3: watch those shows a lot and, at night, and, all the Nazi right, stuff. just to was, see how despicable and there was Hitler the, was.
1: the um the the Nazi uh, oh, I, I want to call them home videos, but their own videos um were kept under lock and key for a very, very long time because people felt that the images were too gruesome to be able to see. And um I and in Dutch society, For the longest time after the war, it was just the opposite. They felt that everybody needed to see how horrible this was so that it would never, ever happen again. Of course. Again, we want want
3: to erase history. And
1: that is exactly what is, I feel like what is happening now, is that people want to keep it under lock and key because, oh, it might offend somebody. Oh, it's just too gruesome to see. No, no. Everybody needs to see these things. They need to see it for what it really is and and show, even if it's offensive, so that it doesn't happen again. And
3: unfortunately, Exactly, that's what history is. We yeah. learn from history. Our but history nowadays, is littered. we're so obsessed Every, with everybody's butthurt about everything. I know.
1: Every single country that exists in the world today has either been invaded or has done the invading. That is how our different countries were created, and that is how we are today. Now, hopefully... We won't continue doing that. But that's how we were, and it's just a fact.
3: The good news, though, I understand they're impaneling another unbelievable commission to study what should replace the George Washington mural in George Washington High School out in Richmond in the Bay Area. And I believe right now the leader in the clubhouse is Cardi B. I think Cardi B should be up there now because she's more respected, of course, than all of the great leaders of our history who were slave owners? Again, it's just. I mean, it's just. am just. It's dollar. Uh, Washington. Talk
1: to talk to, uh, talk to any Jewish survivor. Of I, the again, I'm
3: not talking about this. We're not talking about the Holocaust. But I'm just. I'm saying, talking about George Washington in this case.
1: But it. But but to me, any Holocaust survivor has the perspective of how you need to just move. Of course, the frick we've on. met many
3: of them. We see the tattoos. We sit down yep. with these people. The ones that are still. You know, obviously, the ones who are still alive that we have had a chance to meet, there, and there are people still alive, there's not many of them left, nope. just like World War II Correct. veterans, they're all going to be gone soon. Mm-hmm. Holocaust survivors will be gone soon. This isn't about the Holocaust here, but you look at those people and you talk to them and you see the, the dignity and compassion that they have. Their families, their neighbors, people that they knew and loved were slaughtered. Were slaughtered. By, and this We're not talking about 250 years ago when the world was... A, we're talking about less than 100 years ago. Yeah. We're talking World War II, World War I and World War II, but World War II, obviously, when Hitler really went crazy and we had to go over there and destroy him, keep him from taking over all of Europe.
1: 75 years ago.
3: Yeah. There's some people still alive. And every time Robin and I have had a chance to sit down, just like I talked to the first African-American gold medal winner who's Mm -hmm. still alive over at the Comcast party last. This man is an icon. I sat down there, and I was was shaking to know that this guy was still alive and lucid and smart and can talk about the things that happened in his lifetime. I on I respect history and I respect the people who are around 75 years ago who are still alive with us and still see and have seen the world change more than anybody that any of these young people who are offended by George Washington murals and statues the people who lived through some of the most yeah. tumultuous times who are still with us and they say you know what the world today is better than it's ever been. I lived through sla- I lived through slavery. I lived through the Holocaust. I lived through all of the terrible things that that we've done. Not we today, but the ancestors did when they thought that's the way to, to, to advance in the world. You know, they would go invade other countries and take over and say it's mine. Now we only do that in neighborhoods when we find a property and we want to squat on it and think that it's ours and, and people are getting away with it. The point is. The whole history thing really bugs me. It does. It bothers me a lot. Why, why do we have museums? Why do we have, why do we have, why do we, why do we even put statues up of anybody if something's going to offend us? 90% of those kids in that school probably had no idea of the history of George Washington. They know George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and, and then. but that's all they know.
1: By the way, I hope this Janelle 27 is actually, uh, that is a really, really, really bad joke saying that the holocaust was a hoax because you are talking to the wrong people there Janod because let me tell you I know people I've been to the uh, I've been to Bergen-Belsen I've been to Auschwitz you can still smell the burning flesh inside those areas so do not even yeah, go there
3: because we don't have documented footage of the slaughter <laughs> of people by Hitler and the Nazis come on this isn't hearsay this isn't like a lot of old pro- proverbs which somebody else wrote. This is documented evidence that the Holocaust. Anybody who denies the Holocaust is a f-
1: fucking idiot. Well, I don't want to go that far. I will say it, and it'll get me. I, I mean, I, I will, I will block your ass. I will get you out of this room if, the, if that's what you're really thinking. You
3: deny anything you want. No, nah, de- but not on this. Not, show. not, not, actual, provable evidence of its existence. Anyway, enough about
1: that. Okay. Yes. Let's move. Let's get down to
3: something more. Let's get down something more serious. Let's get down to Bob Kraft. Uh, yes. I have a Bob Kraft update. In fact, we should try to get A.J. Perez on the phone. Should have done this earlier when I saw it. At A.J. Perez on Twitter. He followed me. I followed him. He's a real journalist. He's been investigating the Robert Kraft tapes. Not because he's a degenerate and wants to see an old guy with young women walking on his back and stuff in his spa down in Jupiter, what Florida. Is
1: what is his handle?
3: A.J. Perez.
1: Is it just A.J. Perez? Because uh, I
3: think it is, at A.J. Perez.
1: So many freaking Actually, AJ-
3: go, go to TMZ, because TMZ has the story too, but they, you, they quote A.J. Perez in the story. So he's the one who came out with the actual quotes now from detectives down in Jupiter, Florida, who are now uh, the, the, the evidence about what happened, because people were watching this live on security monitors when Robert Kraft went in there. Uh, Can you look up TMZ because I can't I can't do it and talk at the same time. Yeah. So AJ Perez, I'm positive, is the guy in there, and he's the guy who has the quotes today in the story about Robert Kraft and the infamous massage parlor in Jupiter, Florida, a couple of months ago. And of course, there's a whole fight about should they release the tapes, should they not release the, release the tapes, and they're not releasing the tapes right now. But what they're finding out, are you looking up the Robert Kraft story?
1: I found it. AJ Perez is actually. B Y A J B Y A J oh by A J Perez correct ha, and I
3: told you it was A J Perez and, and he's following me and I follow him we got to try to get him on Robin okay, so can you DM see. him I'm I think he's DM. following me because I want to I want to hear from him he the is quotes following you, so okay let me see because I, I mean do. you know I got a lot of journalist friends who cover this stuff and I give TMZ credit you know TMZ all these sites what they do they have they have their own sources but then if they get a reporter who actually posts tweets of information that he has gathered. They will then give the uh, writer credit, post it, and then make the story of it. And that's what TMZ did today with this AJ Perez story because he's the one who is releasing quotes from the detectives who actually watched the live video of the incident where Robert Kraft was in this Jupiter, Florida day day spa. And so AJ has the tweet, the, the quotes, and they're they're funny and sad at the same time. And that's why I would love to get him on, see if he's available, and actually read us the quotes from this uh, police detective down there in the uh, Jupiter, Florida PD detective division. It's pretty, uh, again, I'm not into the tawdry, I'm not into the nasty stuff here, unless I'm involved. But these are actual quotes from what was going on in the room. It's not graphic, but it's certainly not, not cool. Again, to each his own, he's paying for it, even though it was illegal, and he should face the consequences especially if these were underage kids and there were sex trafficking victims, that's what the, that's the police to determine what the punishment is and the judges in the court system, not me. I'm just looking for the, the juicy details, which is we, we all want. Let's be honest. Just don't tell me that you don't care about this. I'm not saying about really graphic. Like Dr. Pimple Popper, people watch that show. I don't. If you like to watch it, you watch it. This is actually a legitimate story about a, one of the most powerful owners in sports, and it's not because I hate the Patriots. I don't hate the Patriots. I don't care about Robert Kraft's political views. I care that he's the owner of the Patriots, a much-respected guy, right? right? He's always out there. He lost his wife a couple of years ago, and then he was seen with some you know, some, some sexy girls dancing because he's an old guy who's lonely. When you lose yeah. your wife and you're older, no matter how much money you have, you're still that lonely. guy still goes home at night. And again, I'm not defending him, but there are a lot of people, especially rich and powerful people, Hmm who say, hey, you know what? I'm entitled to enjoyment too. I want to go and dance with young girls as long as I'm not doing anything wrong. But obviously he made a dumb mistake in going to to that Jupiter's. I
1: mean, unless it's something illegal... And apparently it was. Well, okay, prostitution itself is illegal, which I think is stupid. Well, that's another issue for another time. That's a whole other issue for a whole other day. But let's just take the prostitution portion, illegality out of this equation. Unless it was something additionally illegal, like... If underage it, or anything like that—that's what's
3: being determined right now in the legal system, Robin.
1: And but but other than the, if if it, if it's that, all bets are off. But if it wasn't something like that, doesn't he deserve some privacy?
3: Mm. See, that's an interesting argument because when you ha- when somebody is being being charged with being with underage prostitutes, well,
1: underage or
3: victims of human yeah. sex uh, trafficking, yeah. I mean, does did Robert Kraft know that? We don't know. Right. Did Robert Kraft, if he knew it, would he have still done it? I don't know. I'm not defending Robert Kraft or anybody who does anything of that nature. Massage parlors, are, day spas are legal. Right. I mean, there's a lot of places that are fronts for prostitution. There's a lot of legit massage parlors yeah. that people go in, and then you know, you could pay a little extra for a little extra something, something, something. Most right. of them, though, that are legitimate spas are legitimate. They're not. They're not fronts for prostitution. I don't know if Robert Kraft knew that this place was. Remember, he didn't just fly down there just to go. He, he has a house yes. down there. Right. So obviously he knows, hey, I'm in my own hometown here. I'm in the off-season. I'm not yeah. in Boston. I'm going to go down. Again, I'm just trying to visualize. I'm trying to get into his head, right. which is the only thing we can do. And so does he know that, hey, because there were 25 guys who were busted in that spa. So I don't think it's a coincidence that 25 guys in Jupiter, Florida, just found out on a on an ad somewhere, hey, you're looking for a nice massage? You're retiring down here in Jupiter, Florida? Want to get away for a couple of hours in the afternoon and relax? Come on down, and there's a two-for-one special at uh, whatever that you, What was it called? The Somethings of Asia? The Orchids of Asia. That's what it was called. Yes. Orchids of Asia Day Spa, where you can just soak your problems away in the middle of the afternoon.
1: Yeah. Who right? wouldn't want that?
3: I would. If I lived in Florida? Yeah. I would want to rub down uh, regularly, go out in the sun, get my skin all browned and like that, that leathery when you get tanned so much that you become leather skin. <laughs> I'm kidding, I don't want to do now, that. No,
1: like if, you, <laughs> if you're a guy.
3: Did you contact AJ Perez, by way? I did. Okay, and, I'm just checking. I um, just want to make sure.
1: If you're, he's probably being inundated, but I just, I, I did uh, mess up. Uh, uh,
3: wait, wait a inundated? Yes. Do you know who I am? Do you know? But who? I'm just saying, <laughs> <I'm laughs>
1: he—if he's inundated, he might be like on other shows right now. No, without right. being able to, he's going
3: to come on this show. I'll tell I'm you that sure right if
1: now. he once he sees it, but we'll see if he He'll sees see. it.
3: Did you DM him? I did. Okay.
1: Um, if if do you like? Is it? Clear that a place is not just a massage parlor, just I by don't know, Robin. I didn't look
3: through the I, I didn't read the Mueller report and I didn't read the Bob Crapp report.
1: Because if prostitution is illegal, it's not something that they're advertising, and then you go in there and I
3: I'm sure I've been to you've been to massage parlors. Yes. I've been to massage parlors.
1: But I don't I think don't I'm go gonna in get there, the same spiel as you do.
3: But I don't know. I don't go into <laughs> places where it's you know if I know a place is illegal. Chances are, I'm not going in there. Yeah. Okay. If I want a private massage, I'll have the person come, and that's what I used to do. I'd have people come to your house with their tables. There are a right. lot of people who do it. Yeah, my mom. Time.
1: My mom gets a regular massage. Right. The person weekly. comes to your house, yep.
3: and then if you want to do whatever it is, but most of them are le- legitimate massages. Yeah, he is. I mean, but also, he is. also, there are women who do massages in your in the privacy of your home. Yes. Who aren't going to be videotaped, or if they if they want to offer you extra services. That's yes, for you to decide as a, even, a consenting adult in the privacy of your own home. They will even
1: give you a bath if you well, like I mean, a private bath. They
3: better give me a bath after that because yeah. I'm going to be all sweaty and you know sticky and just just try to picture this now. Just imagine this, Robin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought you said you didn't like baths, Tony.
3: Well, I, I don't like I don't like sitting in my own dirty bath water. But but if I'm like being sponged down properly, ah. just picture Caligula, without all the knives and killing. And you're laying there, and you're getting sponged down by a couple of beautiful ladies. And the, and the water is fresh and clean. And they're dipping those sponges in nice, clean, fresh, hot water. And then they're scrubbing you with a loofah. 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 Hey,
1: so a Jose Bronx 444 just joined us. We've seen him on here before. Jose Bronx 444, are you the Jose from Norristown, or are you a different Jose?
2: What up?
3: Well, there's many men that we know who are named Jose. Correct. It's a pretty popular and common name. We assumed
1: that it was somebody from New York before, but with this whole where's Jose kind of thing, now I'm wondering if this is the Jose.
3: What up? We're getting a lot of what ups now. So this could be a sign, sort of like Moses when he saw the burning bush. This could be the sign that Jose from Norristown. Um, i mean a guy who's been involved in this program through many Genesis. Just this is, this is. What's the plural of Genesis?
1: Genesi? Speaking of genocide, <laughs> Genesis.
3: Genesis cream ale is that the-
1: We had a uh Mr. Genesis that uh here it is. Genesis Genesis TCF. I believe that might be Genesis, the Genesis man that would be um the the what what we're not calling it energy drinks anymore we're calling it stimulus no
3: stamina stamina come on robin stamina drinks stamina drinks energy drinks are out out stamina drinks are because that
1: is it is a stamina drink because it doesn't give you jitters i'm so excited
3: i am too i need it now i need it now now the entire twitch stream activity feed on the stream chat You can join us
1: Jose Bronx 444 is the Jose no! from Norristown. It Are is you officially... kidding me? Yes. Now, Jose, you have to explain why did you call yourself Jose Bronx 444?
3: I think he was in the original Ford Apache the Bronx with Paul Newman. Remember that movie, Ford Apache the Bronx?
1: How did you get that handle? Because now nobody, nobody's going to know it's you unless you actually explain it to them.
3: Time. Yes. What up? He keeps saying "What up" to different people yes, on there. Now there are there are Jose impersonators out there that's because true. "What up" it became an international sensation because that's his salutation.
1: Except I believe that Big Cap Thirteen is a confirming that this is Jose. In because, fact, in fact, because
3: we need multiple sources for. We're not like MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. We don't run with hearsay. I am not going to confirm that Jose from Norristown is in fact. The man who's appearing on our text board, Jose Bronx 444. Although the 444 could be a sign. Because it's our favorite number on the it show, is. as you that know. That is true. Even the count from Sesame Street now is only using four on the Sesame Street shows because the numbers don't matter. It's all about the number... Four. Exactly. They made a movie called I Am the Number Four. You notice they could have used any other number. That's true. He was the number four. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of... Tony Bruno. Oh no, no, because of Coach Norman Dale, not because of me. I didn't. I wasn't the guy. By the way, me.
1: where's your phone? Because he'll probably text you.
3: On the secret I, textoso I, line is I, a Petros and Money Call. Yes,
1: because I I DM'd him. I gave him. I your... got a message.
3: Wait, I got a wait, breaking news. I'm getting a breaking private message. Oh no, it's from Dean. That son of a oh. bitch. <laughs> he showed me a nice rare ribeye. You're making ribeye in the middle of a Thursday afternoon, Dean.
1: Wow. What
3: the hell? What kind of life does this guy? He's all about that life. No, oh, he's at a restaurant. That's not his house. Looks like he's got some potatoes au gratin, and he's got like a, a, not a not a tomahawk, it's like a partial tomahawk. You know where it's not the entire rib bone? Right. It just goes like just a little bit. Just like just a,
1: enough to hold.
3: Yeah, although you're not going to pick that. You, when you get the full ribeye of the tomahawk or the entire rib bones uh-huh, in it, uh-huh. most people don't even realize that's a rib bone. Right. But it just looks cool now. Now it's cool to yeah, get the rib on. And it doesn't sound
1: eye. as easy. A rib, you're, you're eating a rib bone. It sounds a little bit too personal. And by the
3: way, tomahawk, isn't that racist? I mean, come on. Yep. Shouldn't we eliminate the term tomahawk when referring to a ribeye steak?
1: We can now call it a hatchet.
3: Exactly. Because that's racist. When the Braves fans and the Florida State fans do that, oh, not that racist? It, uh,
1: in this day and age, yes, it should be. But I guess, you know.
3: Wait a minute! I now have enough solid information to run with the confirmation. The priest, after all the precincts are reporting, Jose from Norristown has, in fact, not only won the popular vote, he has won the electoral college. He, in fact, is the artist now known on our beautiful Twitch feed as Jose Bronx 444. Let's confirm it. Lock it in, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Jose is saying that the name Jose Bronx 444. It is a style thing, yo. Bronx is from the
3: book Bronx Zoo. Dude, that was against the, about the New York Yankees teams back in the day. I thought it was he was in Fort Apache, the Bronx. Or maybe he was an AOC fan. Is she Brooklyn or the Bronx? I get her confused. I don't know. I never went to those bars, so I, don't, I never saw her there. But ladies and gentlemen, Jose from Norristown has just joined us. And, of course, Dean is living the dream. Who has a ribeye at... 2.30 in the afternoon on a Thursday. Have you ever
1: considered that maybe that photograph was from dinner last night, and he's just now sending it to you?
3: He doesn't say it. He just says... But he brought, he sends me, he texts me, nice, rare ribeye. And it came at one fourteen p.m. You know when you take a picture of a beautiful meal, uh-huh. you don't post it the next day. That's like totally against all the rules of social media, which must be adhered to. Just like Twitter. Just like everybody on Twitter is legit. And every one of their opinions... Matters, and every one of their opinions is right. By the way, regardless of which side you're on or what what, what stance you're taking on anything, but who takes this beautiful ra- rare ribeye? He calls it nice. I'm gonna call it a, a beautiful rare ribeye. You see that ribeye? Let me post it. Hold up the camera. Can we see it there? Because I can't look it at it. It is
1: beautiful. Yes, you can see it. Is it perfect? It is perfect. They
3: look like some palm frites. and that looks like a little au gratin. The uh, the 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 plate behind it. There's like a serving dish behind it because you can't just have a naked ribeye. No, you got to have some, a little some side, greens, some side dishes, potatoes, maybe some cream spinach. What else? I love the uh, I love the Brussels sprouts cut in half and then grilled with the balsamic uh, with the balsamic glaze. Uh huh. You got to have that with yes. steak, right? You can't go naked steak. I agree. Even though all that stuff's optional, you still have to spring for the uh, for the sides, covered in butters butters and and Jose just checks out yum yo so we know it's Jose yeah
1: we do what up
3: what up yo we
1: we recognize the lingo
3: if he doesn't end the sentence with the word yo
1: or pluralize something
3: exactly what up caps because it's cap one of our followers is big cap 13 and when he said what up Jose Jose responded accordingly what up caps so I believe now, without any, without a shadow of a doubt, there's no way you can look into this and, con- and conclude that it in fact is not Jose from Norristown, Robin. It is him. The man, the myth, the legend. Jose.
2: <gasps> what up?
3: Exactly. And most importantly...
2: Uh, what's in the box?
3: So there you have it. Still waiting for AJ to call. A.J. Perez, not A.J. Bruno, my son. No. Who doesn't like the name A.J. because everybody calls him Anthony now. Except me. I will always call my son A.J.
1: Yeah, and I do it too, and it's so funny to hear everybody else calling him Anthony. Anthony. It's like, ooh, who's that There's man?
3: nothing wrong with Anthony. It's a great name. It was my name. But everybody calls my son Anthony, and I still call him A.J. Does that make me uh, a bad dad? Because he never said, hey, Dad, don't call me A.J. Because he's Anthony Joseph Jr., so I never call him Jr., I never called him Anthony right. Joseph Bruno. That's his name. That's my name. I named him. You know, I didn't want to name him after me. My my wife did.
1: I think I think we're I think he's okay with it. He just likes other people. You know, professionally.
3: To call him. But if you called your son a certain nickname, which were his first two initials, like mm-hmm. AJ Foyt, the great race car driver, was named Anthony Joseph. Did you know that? A lot of people whose nicknames are AJ. Their first names are either Anthony Joseph or Anthony James or Anthony John. Uh-huh. And you just call him AJ. It's a nickname, but it's still their name and it's their initials. So, what up, AJ? Yo. What up? What like,
2: up? It's in the box? What up?
3: So I still call him AJ and I don't he's not offended. He didn't call me over and say, "Hey, dad. Can we have a little talk." Son to dad 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 talk, not father son talk. Uh-huh. The son dad talks, which become more frequent as you get older. Uh, can I talk to you about something? Just drop the AJ, okay? It's Anthony. It's dignified. I make a lot of. I make more money than you now, Dad. Which many <laughs> children can't say to their <laughs> parents. No,
1: can't. Um, by the way, Bearcat AJ 2007 says, "Can't wait for the new phone lines to hear Jose." Exactly. We're, 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 right now, there's nothing on the horizon. There is one particular thing. We're that the
3: Verizon? The Horizon, Verizon.
1: Horizon. horizon. I know. There, the, you got it, Rob? Yes, The, Verizon, I get it. the Horizon, the um, The reason why we cannot implement live call-ins, we can call out because it's just one call per line. But to have callers call in, we need to have multiple lines. And um, the landline call screener type thing costs thousands of dollars. Thousands of dollars. <clears throat> and so that's just not practical. Plus, we need to have it be mobile. To have a mobile, multiple-line call-in um, that is reliable, that has good sound quality, um, I need a couple of things. I need another laptop, and I need a way to time- I have a
3: laptop right here. You just come on over here right now, baby. Sit on <laughs> I need laptop. another
1: laptop to run it because this yeah. la- the laptop that I have now is already a push to the extreme with all the things that I'm doing. So I need another laptop... And I need um, uh, a, m- a special little app and machine that goes with that for the call screener.
3: So we're going to have more, t- we will mm-hmm. have more technology in our wine cellar South yes. Philadelphia studio than they had. When they sent the man to the moon.
1: And that will not happen. 50 years ago. Until somebody graciously donates it to us, purchases it for us, or until we get. Or I
3: hit the superfecta at the Kentucky Derby.
1: Or if we are getting tons and tons of subscribers and followers and we get more sponsors.
3: A.J. Feely, the former football player, Adam Joshua Feely. So it doesn't have to be Anthony Joseph. But anybody whose first two names are Adam, Anthony, you name them the first name. Adam Joseph, Adam Joshua Feely is A.J. Feely. Not Mr. McFeely, which was actually the middle name of Mr. Rogers. So wrong. As I told so you before. So wrong. Then blame him or his parents. What up, Kimberlin and Christian Austins? says Jose.
1: What up? Is, what up?
3: This is like a very, very emotional day for me here. To have Jose on, by the way, my buddies Joe Corrado and Street Bryce and all of my friends on Twitter are over there making fun of Joe Biden on Twitter right now instead of listening to the show.
1: Outrage.
3: It is an outrage. What the hell are they doing? Wasting time on Twitter when they could be wasting time on this show. Because I guess Joe Biden right now is having a another, uh, I guess, what do you call him? He's on the campaign stump. So he's meeting with people, and I guess the people in the room, they showed a photograph, the average age is like 85. I was saying earlier, 85-year-old people need love too. Old people like old people. Isn't that the way it is? Unless you're Bob Kraft, then you're an old person who likes young people because you've got enough money to not care about your old friends. You want young friends. And how many old billionaires are there who just coincidentally have very, very young female friends next to them or with them? And I'm not talking about the grandkids or great-great-great-grandkids. You know, women are attracted to wealth and power, unfortunately.
1: I, I'm not saying all is, women, a lot, a lot, a of, lot of women.
3: People like wealth and power, which explains why I'm the way I am. I don't have wealth or power. I just want to be a good person, Robin. That's all I want. That's all I want. But Joe Biden, out there cranking it with the old folks, but I don't have time to write to these guys on Twitter and rip them. And our Instagram fans, too. I want to thank them for uh, switching over to Twitch, too.
1: Yes. So, Instagram, FYI, you are now dedicating yourself to becoming more active on Instagram because Instagram is the fastest growing social media and um, Twitter, not, Twitter isn't out. But the younger demographic who already know about Twitch um, is more on Twitter.
3: Instagram, Instagram yes. than
1: anywhere else. So if you are not following Tony yet on Instagram, go ahead, start following him, interact with because him. Because I, will- as
3: I said, when I started my Instagram account, I want to be known as the world's oldest Instagram male model. <laughs> because let's be honest, Instagram is loaded with beautiful women. You know, they get on there and they they post not not naked pictures, but provocative to show their right. beauty, and people love beauty, especially female beauty. And there's some male beauty that people love too. I can appreciate physique. Yeah, and it's not about physique. But people are going to, on Instagram, a lot, of, a lot of people go on there and make a living because they're attractive and companies reach out to them and say, hey, will you, uh, it's like, what's her name's daughter? Lori Laughlin's daughter. That's nod. Yes. She may be a Nod and may not be fit to go to any college. She can't even row a boat gently across the stream. That's how dumb she is, it looks. But she's smart enough to figure out a way to make money on Instagram.
1: Well, uh, she didn't have to. She didn't have to be smart enough. She really didn't because it was yes, kind of you hand- do? No, it was handed to her What and- was handed
3: to her? Not well, anybody knows who Lori Laughlin's daughter is initially. Just like Kim Kardashian. Initially nobody knew who she was. Just because her mom was Yeah,
1: but they have machines. They, it's, it's not them coming up with how to do this. They have all these PR people and that know all Initially, the indik- they
3: have machines? Oh, yes. Well, if you're a rich kid, maybe. Yeah. But if you're just
1: like... If you're some Joe Schmo, then no. Then those are But people- there's a lot
3: of Joe Schmos out there, yes, and Jane goes...
1: And I have a lot of respect for them because they figured it out. They've figured out how to make it work for them. But the rich people who can hire teams
3: to do it for them. Well, of course, that's what they do. But not everybody on Instagram or on Facebook Live or on YouTube. Okay, I'm pointing it out. Yeah. Of course, but Lori Laughlin's daughter in the grand scheme of things, everybody knew who Lori Laughlin was. Her daughter happens to be her daughter. I don't even know. Her mom was trying to get her into college. Her mom and dad think, you know, hey, my daughter's a... She's on Instagram, yeah, that's nice, and she's making money, but I think it'd be better if you go get a college education, and I'm going to help you pay for it, and I'm going to go uh, pay, pay some guy off to get you into UCLA so at least when you're on Instagram you can say, hey, I'm a college graduate. You don't need to be a college graduate if, you have, if you're making that kind of money on Instagram, and that's the point. It's just like you don't need, you don't need to have a PhD if you want to go out and, uh, and become a plumber or do a basic trade where you can have a good life and make money. It's not just about pushing your kids to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college to get a degree that will do them no good in the real world for the most part.
1: By the way, let me just quickly interject because I need to be like a, a, a mother on uh, our chat room. Uh, I would like to remind everybody that we need to stay nice, play nice, everybody, because if you do not play nice, if you start ins- insulting other people, um, you will be banned. So... Uh, Janul 27 is already kind of like on thin ice with, with my opinion um, based upon some previous comments. So watch it, buddy.
3: We're going to have – see, I thought that was a woman. I don't first. know who
1: it is. And, and I, I don't do, care
3: if it's a man or a woman. We will I, not tolerate – we're not going to tolerate their crap today, as someone once said. And Harry I'm Mays pissed off. Yeah, Harry's pissed. It's got to be civil. This isn't Twitter. No. This is a respectable stream chat. And people are having conversations amongst each other, but they're obviously listening to the show and they're conversing and addressing things that we talk about. They're bringing up
1: if it's uh, good natured uh, poking fun, I you know yes. that's fine. Because but when we you do start doing here.
3: when you start doing things like denying the Holocaust on yeah. our message well, board,
1: well, and then and then and calling people you know saying calling other people names and stuff, that's not okay. So um, just just be nice, play nice.
3: Exactly right. What up?
1: Ryan Hassey checking in. What up? He will be here tomorrow.
3: Oh, is he really? Yes,
1: um, our former intern Ryan Hassey, who is now working for Switchboard Live. Yep. Uh, he is going to come by tomorrow and talk about all the new stuff on Switchboard. And Switchboard is how we are getting the stream out. So, um, in without any
3: chemicals or any kind of uh, <laughs> no. potions, lotions, creams, or any suppositories. I know or that it's stuff.
1: amazing. So um, we are able to stream to multiple different locations. Because of Switchboard Live, and even though we do not do the entire full sho- show to the different locations... Um- I have
3: breaking news, Robin. Uh- As I suggested to you, another doubter, another Tony Bruno doubter, where I have never, ever lied about my associations, my contacts, my friends, who I've, whose friendships and respect, colleagues that I've worked with for the last 50 years, in one place or another, that they always respond when I sent out the bat signal, I'm like the Commissioner Gordon of sports radio and Twitch. I can put the bat signal out and get people to call in. We track people down. Hank Goldberg, another friend. You run down the list of names. Dan Baker, called him up, got back to the Phillies after missing a couple of games for the first time in 15 years. Got him on this show. A.J. Perez, as I suggested to you, with the story that TMZ picked up. AJ Perez, we're going to call him. We're going to get more graphic details. Writes for USA Today Sports. He's an investigative reporter and uh, he's a certified personal trainer, too. You don't get that much in this industry. Wow. Most, most reporters are slovenly looking people. They're, not, they're so busy working on stories that they don't have time to take care of themselves. Not AJ Perez. And I slid into or you slid into his DMs.
1: Oh, here we go. We're going to call him right now. We're calling him right now. I love I love Skype sound.
3: I do too. I like the rings too. One ring of niggie coming up. Boop. Oh, Oh, sounds good.
1: I know, doesn't it? It, may, it just now makes listen you man, happy. Man,
3: this much and it gets into a beat.
1: It sounds like a it sounds like you're in a submarine, doesn't it?
3: Sounds it's like I'm an echo, echo. Echo There we go. Oh, come in. Maybe he's working out right now. Did you tell him we were calling him? Sorry about that. Oh, there it, ladies and gentlemen. He's just hanging from a from a vertical climb, and he's working out the fittest, baddest investigative journalist in America, Mr. AJ Perez. How are you, man? Not bad. Thanks for having me on. Well, I saw the story this morning. I saw TMZ ran with your Twitter feed from USA Today about Bob Kraft. Are you working out right now, AJ? No, I'm actually not. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. I am at my gym, though. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm done with my last client. I have a story posting soon on an uh, NBA player. i in, uh, uh, in LaGuardia. So. Oh,
3: beautiful. So when, I, when you're not working out and training people, you're investigating, and the latest on the Bob Kraft thing, and I'm not into the tawdry stuff, we're not trying to make this salacious, but you have the police detective from the Jupiter, Florida Police Department quotes on what transpired while the activity was going on in that spa and while there was actually live video streams going on and people were wa- the police were watching it live, which is how they conducted the sting and arrested 25 people, right?
0: Yeah, and uh, the details were pretty graphic, and uh, you can almost get, get a feel for what the videos actually uh, contain and what the media, is trying to, media lawyers are trying to get access to.
3: Now, I don't want to have that. I don't want to get a feel of what he was doing because I'm not really into that stuff, but some people are. So the first quote, can you just give us the... Do you have the quotes available in front of you? Do you have these memorized? Because I wrote some of them down.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you want to go through them. I don't have them in front of me right now.
3: Okay, so the Jupiter PD detective that you got quotes from, uh, he testified... That viewers in the day spa who are watching Tony, watching the activity take place, right? Notice some things with the Whoa. Masseuses and Robert Kraft, who is on the table, correct? Tony. Yes. Can you hear me? I'm still here. Did we lose him? Oh. I think he was having problems hearing us. His yeah. line was bad because our line... There was we're like
1: a, yeah, there was a click going on there that I don't know where... It was not on our end, so I think it was on his end. So let me try calling him we'll back. We'll call
3: him back because I want to get to the... Because uh, I'm crediting him because he's the guy who broke the story, and he's the guy that got the quotes. And so, you know, if TMZ had broke... TMZ ran the story today on their website, and they do a great job, and they get a lot of information. But this story that they're running today on TMZ is... Because of A.J. Perez's investigative work, where he got the actual police reports on what was going on, so I'm gonna get the news from him. I don't know how that happened there. I don't that's know. That. I don't know if it's your line. Maybe Jim has a bad line in there. Maybe no, there's no, too no. much. I got a Usually good. We're, we're, we're having some weather right now. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. All right. Yeah, I saw. There's a lot of heavy rain down there, in so you're in Florida right now.
0: No, no, no. I'm actually in uh, near, near Dulles Airport in Virginia. I'm, oh, okay. A of
3: DC. Okay. Yeah. Because so, that's where you're based in DC. So you get, yeah, the, but that's you get the access to the, to the. You haven't seen the video. This isn't from the videos you watched and you No, were, no yeah. No, 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 the,
0: um, the people who have seen the video, really, at this point, besides the DA and uh, police, are the lawyers for each defendant, and there are 25 men arrested at this particular this spa in Jupiter. The, the the lawyers for the 25 men have been able
3: to go to the police station and view it and craft lawyers have seen it and now we know that they've decided they're not going to release these videos i don't think they should release them again they can do whatever they want but i don't think the public yeah. wants to see this but certainly people are now as you pointed out the one police detective down there in, uh, in the Jupiter police department is quoted as saying things like "Well, they were watching the live video, or actually live stream, because they had cameras setting these guys up, Kraft and the other 25 guys, that Robert Kraft, this is the one that's really kind of weird to me, and I'm sure a lot of people, are. that's the one quote that's sticking out from this police detective. They were noticing that the masseuses were, quote, putting fingers into the butt crack area of Mr. Kraft, correct? It was
0: uh, not particularly Mr. Kraft. It was kind of how, it was kind of more how they... How they, um, for all of the people, how they, it wasn't, for that one, um, it was not, she wasn't clear on, 100% clear if it was craft that she was talking about, but it was generally how they determined when an illicit massage was happening and when a, an innocent person, We you know, that there's at least four, one, one attorney who's suing, um, the, uh, DA and the police there's up to 31, innocent people were, were, were filmed and it's all about, it's called, uh. Uh, legal term minimization. They had to minimize the impact on uh, the innocent people who were caught up in this. Those who just went into the spa to get a regular massage, nothing, n- nothing bad happened. They, they weren't arrested or charged. And it's, and that's a key part of it. And this is why in yesterday in Martin County, um, that 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 search warrant was tossed basically because they didn't minimize. They were just they were, they were using it, using this as a tivo. They not They weren't watching live. They just go back and. Watch all the rooms they had for this other spa, and then decide who did what.
1: Now, um, AJ, this is Miss Robin. I have a question for you, and I'm about playing devil's advocate. Couldn't that be like somebody getting a colonic if oh. it's in
0: the? Oh, uh, well, could I think this this kind of spa was pretty much just massage. Um, but yeah, there was uh, you know they, we saw over the over this this hearing that there was basically an, in, in, an underwear rule. Or if you're a male and you removed your underwear, that was some kind of green light to 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 uh, proceed uh, for well, whatever actually ah, actually so, happened that, So it that was like legal.
1: it was like the uh, the secret menu that if you if you knew <laughs> it'd be in
3: the secret menu, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm animal style I think he yes. asked for it. yeah unfortunately and and then they pulled out the ketchup and all the yeah. it's not
1: listed on the normal menu but if you know to ask yeah. for it then that was the code yeah. I see yeah but this place
0: was doing legit massages and uh know, I think in whether it's 4 or 30 there was during that 5 day period there were innocent people who went in there including females who went in there and got just a regular massage and um that was, uh, and that's all. That plays into whether the judge w- will will toss this as evidence.
3: And so, so Kraft has already, pl- He already pleaded not guilty, misdemeanor. So he's not going to go to jail. Soliciting prostitution is the no. charge, right? Is that is that what I'm reading? Yeah.
0: No, yeah. No. Well, he could get five or ten days in jail if he's convicted on two misdemeanors, but there's no chance it's going to happen. No, if he if he'll he'll either take a diversion deal, which he hasn't liked the term so far, or he. Or we'll just take it to trial, and it's but in in if the if the the two big, the big things and that was like 16 hours of hearings. The big thing is you know getting the video tossed. That's they could still move forward at that point. But if they get the car stop tossed, which that was the other major thing that I wrote about yesterday, was whether they had probable cause to make the car stop. And there was uh, and you know that's that's the other part of it. So if they don't have the videos um, and they don't have the car stop to identify crap the cases um it's pretty much pretty, almost done for the prosecutors
3: and the the the, the term seek and uh seek and peak, which means they got permission right. and they had some warrant to go into the spa and record various rooms where massages were going on and the people who were there legitimately for legitimate massages right they got they got a case here against the feds don't they
0: yeah there's already a lawsuit it's a there this uh there's multiple people um, suing um, already, um, and it's, uh, they don't. The thing is, we don't. I asked for, I asked the police uh, through a public records request for a list of, list of um, that demographic list of who who was recorded, who the innocent people were, how many women, how many men, and all we have is four, uh, two women, two men. That the VA has said. Uh, we don't know, but we don't really know the full extent of um, of of the, of the innocent people
3: captured. The other thing that's interesting in this story, certainly it's Robert Kraft's a very bit publicly known guy. His wife died. He's seen Dancing with Women. He's just an old guy who's obviously lonely despite having all those Super Bowl rings and championship trophies. But and I'm not defending him going into a house of prostitution is how much he knew that this was actually illicit activity. And the other part that we heard initially back in January that he knew about this and this was a human trafficking chain and the women who worked at the spa we're all underage and illegally in the country, and, and we're prostitutes. Does he, he doesn't face any of that stuff, right? Because he, he,
0: he- no no that was I mean that was this is what they've been pushing back huge against in every filing and every in every hearing. This was never this was not about human trafficking. And there was the DA came came forward in the Palm Beach County and you know mentioned human you know, human trafficking um, occurred. It hasn't been, you know, there's been only been, so far as, far as I know, this is a statewide sting. There's only been one person arrested, and it's 70 miles away for, for um, human trafficking. And these, the, the women face prostitution charges, uh, some felonies, but none of them have been linked, especially the Jupiter spa that Kraft allegedly went to, none of them have been linked to uh, human trafficking at all. And that's kind of, that's part of the reason why craft is you know, one of the things he's arguing against for this warrant is like this, there was hints of human trafficking in the search warrant application. It didn't come out and say, you oh, know, there's, it's definitely going on there, but there was hints of it. And this, and that's, uh, you know, that's part of it. And a lot of people still, you see the comments, I'm watching these YPs feeds and watching this, you know, on Facebook, you see the comments about, this is all about human trafficking, you should be so ashamed. And I'm like, well, you know, I've, I've said this from the start. I'm like, when you're, if you're, if you get if you get busted for pot possession, you know you're not you're not charged with uh, trafficking it into this country or growing it. However, you want to get your marijuana. You know that's, that's not how it works.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing that you're right. It's it's misinformation because it was cleared up because that's the first thing, and I still hear it to this day. And you you astutely point out that he, there's nothing about tra- trafficking here and sex trafficking that Bob Kraft is in or even this spa in particular. The the women who work there were not victims of, of of drug smuggling or or sex smuggling. There were not sex work. There were not per se sex workers who were brought in for the express written consent of Major League Baseball to give more than just a massage to older guys or younger women or whoever went yeah. in there.
0: Yeah, they got you know, and it's still prostitution, still illegal in most of America, right. and that's a crime. Um, whether they should have, you know, used the Patriot Act when the first, but basically they the, the whole sneaking peek was. In, mm. Has been authorized by the Patriot Act, and I don't think the Patriot Act was meant to cover um, these kinds of crimes. But they are, and it's it's legal. It's uh, it's the judges ask, often approve, mostly, almost always approve these kind of these kind of, kind of uh, warrants where they, in this case, use a bomb scare to get these cameras
3: into these rooms. I'm talking with AJ Perez of USA Today, certified personal trainer too. Now, how many times have you had to investigate any of your clients as a certified personal trainer? For possible wrongdoing and <laughs> no. maybe a lingo. No, no, whatever.
0: no. fortunately, no, no. That's
3: your gym, yeah, by the way. I
0: do not need to? I don't, and I and I, I don't run background checks
3: on them. Is so. <laughs> there a special room in the back of your particular gym where the you know people want to go in? Not with you per se, but if somebody went a little extra <laughs> no, special. No, free-
0: the gym here I train at is, uh, oh man, about fifteen hundred square feet, and the only other, the only hidden room is the
3: bathroom. So nope. So clearing that up, at least because I'm trying to put on my investigative journalist hat. As I'm interviewing you, and oh, not interviewing, we're just talking. So the bottom line, AJ Perez, is there's no tr- human trafficking. and I'm not a defender of Robert Kraft. I'm not here to the whole. I'm not a Patriot fan. You know, I'm not. I don't. I don't have any skin in the game, so to speak. I had some singles though, but I guess they're, they're racist now because George Washington I just found out is being taken out of schools. That's a different story. Robert Kraft, when it comes to the NFL, I mean his reputation takes a hit here as an old guy who went into a spa. Is he going to be punished at all? I mean, what can the NFL do to him?
0: Uh, you know the NFL is so hard you know, can can be pretty hard on the players, and you know everybody in the NFL, including the owners, are subject to it. We saw Ursay get, get uh, you know, because he's he got a like few games a couple of years ago. Um, and I I think there's going to there, there could be a two game what's a suspension of an owner. They're not going to pull the franchise or anything. So I really you know. It's not. It's not. It's not the same, you know. It's suspended player for you know four games, five games. You know, it's where they, you know, they need um, you know, these. Their careers are short. You know, they only have a certain minute, number of years um, to uh, play the game and you know set themselves up for life. It's not going to be. It's not going to be draconian in, in, in any measure if the NFL decides to uh, take any, um, you know, take a, you know, a game or two away from Robert crap.
3: Yeah, and you're right. I mean, if they say, oh, Robert, you can't go to the game or the facility for two weeks, what the hell is that going to have? Any, what effect will that have on the Patriots, Tom Brady, or anything else going on? You know, it's, it's just, it's no, just yeah. windowless. No, it would it'd
0: be bigger if I uh, had the only other owner. You know, there's, there's only a few owners that take a hand on approach, and Kraft isn't one of them. So.
3: Exactly. He lets his people run the football thing, and he deals with women and dancing with them and, and all the other things that older guys do when they're lonely and they realize they're getting older, but they're super rich. And they should have access to beautiful women. I don't mean for illegal purposes, but you know, dancing and going to a party and stuff. You think that'll temper his his uh, lifestyle? I don't mean in, in a sordid way, but do you think this is going to make Bob Kraft not be Bob Kraft and be a fun-loving guy that you see out and celebrating with players and going to fancy events? Is that is that going to really put a damper on how
0: people view I don't know. I got him? a pretty good ovation a couple of weeks ago at the at the Celtics game. I don't see a change there. You know, I. You know, obviously, this kind of a, this would be embarrassing for anybody to go through. Um, but I, I'm not sure how it's going to change him. I don't. I think it's going to change him. You know, going to you know, frequenting allegedly frequenting these kind of places. Um, but this place wasn't. You know, this wasn't this wasn't a, a regular shopping center. It was with, I think there was a movie theater and a grocery store there. It just. It's not. It wasn't like he was. You know, was going going into wrong side of the tracks or anything like that.
3: So it was, yeah, again, I don't know, I've never, I've been to Jupiter, I've never been to that, that establishment there, and I'm not, a, again, an apologist for Robert Kraft, I'm just trying to get answers on how everybody, because obviously the Patriot haters, and there are a lot of them from the sports perspective, you know, they're going to say, oh, he should be strung up in Boston with the, he should be put in prison with the Boston Marathon bomber, you know, that, that kind of stuff, because they hate the Patriots so much, because they're so good. But the bottom line is, you know, he's another old rich guy, got in trouble, And the question is, will people move on from it, or will it always be ridiculed as, oh, there he is, uh, Bob, in the butt, just in the butt, Bob. You know, because I actually use that as a joke from the old, the the newlywed show where the woman was asked about where's the strangest place. Oh, yeah, remember that. Remember that? You ever had whoopee? You ever made whoopee? And the woman says, that would be in the butt, Bob. And so I I slugged today's story, that would be in the butt, Bob, when I saw the quote from the Jupiter PD detective testifying that – they noticed the women, the masseuses, putting fingers into the butt crack area before the lights went out. But it wasn't yeah, Bob. We, no, we cannot con- you cannot confirm that it was actually Bob Krabs' butt crack area that was being explored.
0: Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be. I think she was talking generally uh, about how they determined <laughs> it. But yeah, it could have been. I mean, we're we like I said, the, the Florida Open Records Law actually is pretty liberal and pretty and pretty expansive. Um, a liberal meaning you now. It's very, it's, it's, it leans towards the, um, you know, leans towards the public's right to know. Um, so that means that there's a good chance, even if it suppresses evidence, that this could still come out in some way that pixelated or just the public areas, because there's still a very, very good chance the, um, the video will be released to uh, the public and the media.
3: Can they release it in, uh, well, Vivid Video, my friends up there in Hollywood, Like pay big money to get the special tape because whenever whenever a a, a famous person does a porn or does something bad, they immediately get a a contract offer to do a porn. Will this be known as the Bob (laughs) Craft secret porn tapes and will be available?
0: Uh, 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 Someone who saw, I talked to one of the lawyers for the one of the other men arrested from the spa, and they said it's like near four K quality. So,
3: it's four K quality, huh? Wow! Wow! Wow. How was the lighting? You know? Oh, you didn't (laughs) see it. That's right. Do you really think not there's, not a do, 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 well, there's a demand? Well, there's There, there. has been rumors, and they're trying to, just, you
0: know, and crash lawyers are trying to figure this out whether this has been leaked or not. There was a story on a on a gossip website last week that said that that's that's being shopped around. Um, it hasn't come out yet. Um, there's only it's housed in four different places, and so far, all those four places, the uh, DA, um, DA's office, um, and uh, the three. Well, two police agencies, and one. And the detective Sharp had testified during this hearing, um, they're, they're the only ones that, 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 that have it, and they said it hasn't been accessed um, by anybody not authorized to see it. So,
3: Wow. Will they show it on the big screen at halftime, though? Like, I think at the next will they put it, by the way, at least a little snippet of it, in the Super Bowl championship video that they put together after a Super Bowl championship. Will it make at least the, uh, the Patriots Super Bowl video—
0: I think I think that's already been cut, but um, I think, uh, it did happen. Yeah, his, the second visit happened uh, um, the day of the AFC the AFC title game against the
3: Chiefs. So, awesome! Wow, that's got to make that's going to be a commemorative uh, a commemorative DVD. If the Patriots win another Super Bowl with Tom Brady and Robert Kraft and Belichick together, I think the the, the, the secret Bob Kraft tape should be part of like the Sports Illustrated, remember? What? And wow, as soon as the game's over, you can get your, right now, your Patriot Super Bowl tape and in a DV complimentary Robert Kraft massage DVD included absolutely free because they don't have Sports Illustrated phones anymore or the things they used to get you for subscribing back in the day, remember? Yeah, the shoe phones. Yeah, what else do they have? <laughs> like shoe Will he be in the Sports Illustrated? Yeah, I was. I
0: was, a, I was uh, to be clear. I was a sporting news guy back then. So exactly.
3: Will he be in the ESPN The Magazine body issue? Robert Kraft. The last one. Is Yeah, they're going out of business <laughs> in September, but they are going to put out the body issue. Will he slip into the Sports Illustrated or the Sporting News? Uh, swimsuit edition quickly as an as an addendum. You know how they have to update stuff, and they put out next month we're going to have the Bob Kraft pictures in there pixelated. You think how about the National Enquirer? I mean, there's no way that these these videos—not the videos, Actually, how about just National Geographic—National Geographic. <laughs> how about Naked and Afraid? Will Bob Kraft be invited on Naked and Afraid. Uh, no, I'm not going there. I know. I'm I'm just having fun. I and mean, you know that. That's that's the <laughs> way I am. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm giving you credit for being a great reporter and doing the due diligence. But when you saw that TMZ had your quotes, had your tweets, and the quotes about the butt and the Bob Bob uh, thing. And everybody read it and thought the same thing. Wow. Envisioning... Yeah, I
0: was wondering. I was like, I woke up this morning. I'm like, why is everybody tweeting this? Like, I had like 30 tweets yesterday. I'm like, why? I'm like, and there's a couple searches you can do to find out where it was linked to. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense.
3: Yeah, TMZ, (laughs) they used your your first quote about the butt, the fingers in the butt. And they know that's going to get clicks. And that's smart. That's what they do. And yeah. That's why I wanted to talk to you because
0: yeah. it, when I put it yesterday. I got, I got some reactions. Like I was eating my lunch. Thanks. and I'm like, oh, sorry, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it, these uh, this was there's some graphic in the and the all the hundreds of pages of court filings are just uh, pretty graphic as well. Um, and yeah, you know, I think uh, I, I I think you're on, on a lot of people's side, but they don't want to see this, you know, not because they're against uh, open records at all, but they they just don't want to see uh, this tape
3: in particular. So there was no collusion and no obstruction by Robert Kraft. You're basically saying, after seeing all the court proceedings and the records, well, I guess they're
0: trying. I'm not saying they're trying to obstruct; they're not obstructing. They're just trying to say, "Here's, here's lawyers. Who's spending? I don't you want to guesstimate how much how much he spent on this legal defense." But he has some great lawyers, and they're, um and uh, a couple of one of them, I've, a couple of them, I've actually worked with before in in other cases, other big cases. That uh, you know, they this is for two misdemeanors. This is the hearing went sixteen something hours for two misdemeanors. I covered a murder trial. Twenty years ago when I started in journalism that took a day and a half so' we're, this has been this is kind of very it's very very strange to have um, this discredited hearing to go that
3: long on two misdemeanors I, I totally agree with you I can't believe he's Silly. not in front of Congress before the Foreign Affairs Committee being grilled for two days
1: well I said earlier I said uh, let's take the prostitution the the straight normal prostitution argument out of it but if there's nothing else illegal if there's no underage if there's nothing if there's no human trafficking that he's involved in then let's just stop <laughs> like the, the, leave the guy that we don't he doesn't need to be embarrassed more than he already has been
3: well no he should be embarrassed i mean yeah. that's what ha- we want to we want to always want to embarrass I don't know.
0: it's kind of like. The, 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 the and i did a story on how the diversion deal wasn't like there was a very similar case about three or four years ago in boca raton that you know where they at, where these these, these twenty five men arrested, including Kraft, had to admit guilt, and that was kind of not usually part of a diversion. If if that language was out of there, he may he potentially could have taken the deal. Um, and which has been like, a, like about a month ago, he could have taken it. Um, and but now he's you down know, but he's his lawyers and they, they poke holes and you know and whether the judge will, will buy it, we'll find out next week when that judge rules.
3: I got one more dumb aside before I let you go, AJ, and that of course is maybe they can call this Deflate Gate Two. Bob Kraft boogaloo. You know, because Deflategate was a big deal, <laughs> but now Deflategate, too. Because, you know, when you're 80-something years old, how old is Bob Kraft now? Is he 80 yet? 77. 77. He's old enough to be president, at least. He could, maybe he'll become a nominee. Maybe he'll jump into the presidential sweepstakes. He's in that age group. People like the, the older dudes. Uh, I think he was pretty close. So I don't know if you want to. Yeah, maybe he could be, uh, be Trump's vice president. Maybe he'll, Trump will dump Pence and bring Bob Kraft in to motivate the base and motivate the, uh, the strip club and the massage parlor. Uh,
0: well, I don't think, Mike, uh, it's, uh, it would be uh, a, little, a little opposite there uh, between Pence's, uh, Pence and, <laughs> and, and, and Kraft, for sure.
1: Yeah, if he wants to attract a different de- demographic, <laughs> that hey, would do it.
3: The big strip club massage parlor demographic is being underrepresented in the 2020 election. Let me just say now, even though I'm not a political guy, I'm saying Bob Kraft 2020. <laughs> could be a good choice for America for the morality cause out there because Joe Biden is saying I want the country to be moral again what better way than to bring in bring in Bob Craft <laughs>
1: yeah, and Donald Trump? That'll do it right there <laughs> <laughs> AJ I never,
3: I never had two billionaires on the same ticket so that would that uh, exactly
0: that'd right. be interesting.
3: It, this would be inflate gate or deflate this is no it was deflate gate with the ball this
1: should be inflate inflate gate yeah. But
3: thank you uh got go, we're, we're on uh twitch by will you follow me on twitch now Aj, I will we- uh, we
0: follow you on Twitch. I mean, it's, it's, it's Twitch. Uh, that's uh, you're on Twitch along with uh, all the other uh, all the other gamers. Huh? Yes.
1: Well, no, no more- because Twitch is now the it's the biggest plat- live streaming platform in the world because of the gaming. Uh, yep. Crowd. We're but Amazon, right? but yes, yes. And because of this, the, yeah. the the platform is perfect for talk radio.
3: And they approached me and said, yeah. Hey, you're on Facebook Live, you're on, you know, Periscope, YouTube Live. And I mean, listen, I love all that stuff. And we all have to embrace it because digital is where it's at, as we all know. And then they said, Hey, you know, why don't you come on and be on our platform? So they're adding sports content. And, uh, you know, and Amazon Prime is involved. They bought it. And you can get a subscription if you have Amazon Prime for free per month. Oh,
0: yeah, I got that. And no, it's a, and, and it skews younger, so that's,
3: uh, that's exactly. good for everybody. And I like to skew. I'm not, not, not Bob Kraft skews younger, but, I, you know, I embrace technology, and I embrace, uh, embrace uh, not just debate. I embrace electronic media. I, digital media is the future of all of us especially even in, you know that in the newspaper business USA all right, yeah, I've, still been, yeah, I've
0: I've been i I'm even though I'm in the USA today I'm, I'm, I've been on the digital side of things for geez, 10 years now um yeah over and if, any,
1: this, if any of our property listeners property if any of our listeners want to follow you um AJ is available on Twitter by AJ Perez at by AJ Perez and he will all of his breaking
3: stories you can find exactly. It on Exactly Are you on Instagram too AJ Yeah same thing. yeah it's, it's the
0: same uh, same uh, by AJ Perez, yep. B- On Instagram as
3: well. And by the way, AJ, because I, I just had an AJ debate a couple minutes ago. Because my son is Anthony Joseph Jr., and I, you know, when he grew uh-huh. up as a kid, I used to call him AJ, just like AJ point So, and you don't have to be Anthony Joseph to be known as AJ. So, uh, what is your first and middle name that you use? Anthony, Anthony James. Anthony, well, Anthony James. Yeah. And and so my my yep, son Anthony now, James. but my son yep. is now forty one. Uh, all his, his wife and all of his friends know him as Anthony because she grew she when she met him she called him Anthony. He introduced herself, so it's Anthony. But I still call him AJ. And I was wondering whether that yeah, was. was okay. I'm
0: the opposite. The people in people back in my hometown of California, know me as uh, Anthony, and I changed my byline after at my after my first internship. I was like, oh, AJ sounds more like sports. Yeah, So, sports. so anybody probably over the last you know 15 or so years knows me as a.
1: News me AJ. Uh, well, and see, and with uh, with Tony Sen, it was just the opposite. He started working for the government and said, oh, I need to sound a little bit more legit.
3: Anthony.
1: <laughs> went, Anthony. Anthony. <laughs>
3: Anthony. AJ, great great to talk to you, man. Appreciate it. Good job. Right, uh, Tony, I, I appreciate it. Love your stuff. I always follow you. I always retweet stuff. You do a good job, man. I really appreciate you coming on. All right, I
0: appreciate it. Thanks, uh, thanks for helping me
3: out. There he is, AJ Perez. Let's give him a roaring round of applause, Robin. Another man who understands the importance <laughs> of the nickname AJ. That's what I'm trying to do. I want people to be inclusive. Yeah. If your name's Anthony and you want somebody to call you Anthony, you call him Anthony. Just don't call Jimmy Butler James. That's it. Jimmy Butler is not James Butler. He's Jimmy Butler. And he set the record straight himself. The other night when Brett Brown referred to him as he's James, meaning that he's a grown-up man or a grown-ass man, you know, because Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler. And he doesn't want to be called James Butler
1: speaking yes. of grown ass man yes we actually uh, we we've been talking about this uh, and once on again a- i want
3: i want an apology from you right now robin once again you know me for 10 years uh-huh you know how many people i know not because i'm famous or,
1: oh i had I, no- I've